What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. It is Friday night. It's been a while since I've done a Friday night stream, probably about a little over a month, but it is Friday night. All right. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here. For being in here. Being involved and being active on this YouTube channel. All right. So today, man, we got a show. We're going to update you on the millionaire as a millionaire tech lead. All right. You guys know his story. We'll kind of review his story. He went to go get his kids. All right. He went to go get his kids. He got his kid kidnapped from him. His baby mama terrorist left and flew to Japan, put his ass on child support. All right. And he was like, hey, man, I think the kid was like, you know, she praying mantis them. She said, I'm not happy. All right. And then went back to Japan. She skedaddled. All right. First thing smoking. And uh, Tech Lead ended up on child support. He about to be broke, and he went over to Japan, and allegedly he got arrested. He got thrown in jail for being, trying to be a good, proper daddy. All right? And so these are today's topics, all right, um, in this one. And Tech Lead is going to be the main event topic. topic. All right? We're going to talk about this. And I'm going to update you on a little bit of where my case is going. All right? I'm playing a little bit of hardball. All right? I'm playing a little bit of dodgeball, too. Anyway, uh, uh, but first, we're going to talk about a woman who sues her parents for giving birth to her, all right, and put them parents on child support. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Put them parents on child support as a millionaire. Shout out to, wow, that's unbelievable. And we're going to talk about a girl named Kalia, Kalayla, Kalila. I have no idea who these people are, all right? My pop culture is not good. All right, we're going to talk about her grooming her boyfriend to be in an open relationship. Now, when you see the dynamics of these two, you're going to really go, what, what the hell is this? You know what I mean? She definitely was. And that's all right. You. She was the dat, that shoe lady and he was the that shoe guy. All right. So maybe people can fill us in on who these personalities are and uh, we can get a good indication of who these people and are. That's you. But um, the things that I talk about are coming true overwhelmingly. And you're seeing a lot of people move away from monogamy. All right. There are some people that are still stuck in monogamy. He, uh, Bobby Lee's wife. Yeah, I guess they would be Bobby Lee. Yeah, Bobby Lee's wife, Kalila. Is it Kalila? So we're going to talk about that great video that somebody suggested that I watch, and I watched it. All right, so um, we're going to talk about how we're moving into polygamy, polyamory, um, uh, open relationships. Women are starting to be sapiosexual, pansexual. Um, you know, monogamy will be decreasing in our country. And, and, and when you include the people who are having affairs and cheating on their spouses and boyfriends and girlfriends, monogamy is Gone. All right. Shout out to monogamy. So you think dating's dead? By the way, I mean, th just the fact that people serial date and date and believe that there's more options out here, despite the fact that all the options are right here in front of us. And we're just kind of waiting for the best deal. Mostly women are kind of waiting. I'm going to just wait. I'm going to wait for the right guy. And then they're sharing the top 15% guys. You know what I mean? It's just like, wow. All right. And not to mention the people that are getting their cheap cheeks clapped for a fee. All right, as they're saying, as we say, they're celibate and I buy a bit. And I'm bisexual as well. All right, B-U-Y sexual. B-U-Y sexual. Bisexual. <laughs> I got money. All right, anyway, man, this is going to be a great show. By the way, I want to update you on a poll that I have on my Twitter account. Here it is right here. There's a poll. Who are the biggest 304s? All right, and I have four choices for you. You can still vote. 20 hours left on this particular vote. And um, the vote is going as such. College girls, uh, who are the biggest three or fours? College girls, strippers, escorts, or IG models. Normies, Tinderella girls. As you guys know, I have a great disdain for normies. Uh, normies do try to get, you, you guys give normies way too big of a pass. All right. 
and uh, church girls. Now you could got, you know, I, I didn't, I had ran out of type of girls to put in there. And as you can see, it's neck and neck. I mean, it's pretty much a dead heat right now with the normies in the lead. All right. Right now, the normies are beating out IG model escort strippers and college girls. All right. They're, they're smoking them right now. I mean, they got an edge there. They had a little bit of a lead strippers and IG models right now. And escorts are third on the list, which college girls, the girls from Arizona state pulling in at second right now. So what a fantastic, fantastic uh, poll right now. It's neck and neck, as you say. And uh, wow. And church girls, you know, there are some people, but it, as you can see here, this kind of proves what I talk about regarding the spectrum, regarding the spectrum. A lot of girl, guys, and I heard a YouTube content creator today, and he was referring to men who bisexual, bisexuals, B-U-I sexuals, as, you know, messing with these type of women. And they're like, oh, he's like, um, you know, I would never mess with a girl like that. They do this. They sleep with guys for a living. And I'm sitting there like, what are you talking about? I'm like, normies be out here. Creep, 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 creep. And then you're like, well, you don't know what you don't know won't hurt. Like, mm. <laughs> I'm tired of you young men, bro. I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of you young men. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. STDs be running rampant by women who have no incentive to protect their body to keep their job going. Like a woman that sells herself has to get tested. They got to stay healthy or else they can't keep no job. When it comes to women on the sexual marketplace spectrum, the majority of them are young college girls and normies on Tinder. I, I just don't get it, but you guys will figure it out. Once you guys grow up, once you guys um, get to a position where you learn in life, you guys are going to figure it out. Now, it takes a while to figure it out, <laughs> but I get it, man. But you'd be like, well, you know, a normal girl that you would meet cold approaching, a normal girl you would meet on a Tinder or dating app. Uh, no, no, no. I, You know, you really don't know how many men they slept with. So you just assume that it's low. Mm. Many of the girls that are on Tinder out there got the itchy scratchy statistically i mean come on they be the ones with herpes and you'd be shocked all right i swear to god i remember i remember a couple of times when i was out there in these streets in these streets i remember one time i went out with this girl met her we we she was she was my type kind of all right and um she was a little bit older that's when i was dating older women and uh we went out i think we went to san clemente we went to this was i was in southern california we went to san clemente and um we're we're hot and heavy. We're petting and all of this stuff. We go back. I think I went to her car because we met at San Clemente. We went to her car and uh, we just all over each other, slobbing each other down. I'm slobbing on her neck. I'm grabbing titties and ass. I'm doing all of that stuff. I'm touching. I'm about to go slide and give her the fingers. I'm about to give her the five finger discount. I'm about to give her ass the five finger discount. And I'm just the reaching down there. I didn't got down. You know what I mean? I'm getting up in there. Past the fupa. And she was like, skirt. She was like, hold on for a minute. I just want to tell you something. Well, one time I was married and the marriage didn't go very well. And um, as such, I divorced my husband. And um, after I divorced my husband, I went on the biggest 304 phase you can actually have. As a result, I caught the herp derp. 
And uh, I just wanted to tell you that uh, if you reach down in them pants, you're going to feel Rocky Road ice cream down there. And I just wanted to tell you down there. I was like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I just, uh, it was just a phase and I got caught up in game over. Now, now it looked like a damn, it looked like a damn payday bar down there. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, ma'am, uh, that's going to be me. That's going to be it with me, man. I got to go. I got to go, man. I got to get out of here, bro. I got to get out of here. She had the booty pox in her front booty. She had the booty pox on her front booty. And I was like, yeah, that's going to be it for me because I ain't got nothing. You know what I mean? And that's not the first time that happened with girls that I met on regular dating apps. Regular dating apps, they had the Herp Derp, the Clap, uh, Gotti, all of that stuff. Those were the ones. I had yet to hear one that be like, oh, I'm selling a bit. And then all of a sudden she says, you know what? As a, as a result of my profession, not one. So I'm telling you guys, I'm warning you. I'm warning you. I'm warning you. The ones that be having the herp dirt, statistically, 21 in four women have the herp dirt. All right. And then the more minority you get, the, the larger percentage of them have the herp dirt. And these aren't girls that are selling a bit. Matter of fact, if you know the spectrum, some of these girls sell a bit for a little while. That's the danger or seeking that I'm trying to let you guys know. You're messing with girls like you cold approaching girls right now. I guarantee you they got seeking accounts, especially if they're under age 25 and you're sitting there going, I wouldn't mess with a girl on seeking. Well, you literally they're the same women. If they're under 25, many of them, like 25 percent chance those women are on there. Stop. Anyway, the herp derp is in the building today. All right, dollar sign CGA live right there on the cash app. Uh, Coach Greg Adams TV on the Venmo. And uh, PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. You can donate now, later, or whatever. If you want your voice to be heard, let it be heard right here. I appreciate all the donations and the support for this channel. For this channel, supported. This message is supported by you, brothers. All right, let's get into the show here. Let's go over to PayPZ in the building. The Maryland guy is going to kick it off for us. You see the topics right there. All right, Maryland guy says, what's up, Coach? So I have three siblings. I just found out this morning from someone. Here we go. I know. That my youngest sister, who is 23, has started in OnlyFans. Here we go. Should I confront her about this? I want her to stop 304ing, as this is very embarrassing to me. Oh, honor crimes, you say. <laughs> honor killings. All right, listen, man. Hey, look, it's a sign of the times. Let's just go ahead and RIP to your sister's dignity and your family. Confirmed. Yes, it's confirmed. Hey, your hey guys, this is feminism one on one. Families don't mean anything. Last name don't mean anything. That's when they start stop taking your last name. Uh, family honor means nothing. Uh, dignity means nothing. We've crossed the territory. All right, we've jumped. We've jumped the shark. So, like I've been telling you, like I've been telling you, you can't save these. You can't save these. Somebody said, "What's the link?" <laughs> guys, the amount of young women that I be messing with at the junior college, mostly all of them. Not mostly all of them. I won't say that. Many of them have a OnlyFans. Many of them have a OnlyFans. All right. I know you're like, well, you're just messing with the 304s. I'm talking about college students, regular college students. They have a OnlyFans um, where some of them aren't doing full out prawn. They're doing something else. I would never do prawn. Or 
or girls are considering doing OnlyFans. All right. I've had a couple of young women. I'm considering it. Not girls that I met on Seeking, just regular girls. And then also the girls on Seeking, sometimes they'll have an OnlyFans too. It's it's the new guys, it's the new world. New, 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 new world order. Y'all better get on. I I'm, I'm telling y'all brothers, y'all catching up slow. Y'all catching up slow, man. It is the new way. You got to think, man, a young girl's got a mobile phone. She's sitting here. You, What do you think they're doing? And I'm saying this is going to be around 20 to 25% of young women. And it could be higher, but I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. 20 to 25% of a population is significant. Enough to make a difference. That means those women are on and off the carousel, on and off uh, selling a bit. They're in and out of relationships. This is a new world, man. I'm telling y'all, man, man, y'all better catch new, up. New, 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 new world order. Somebody said, I think it's higher. I think if you say the women that have sugar daddy apps and OnlyFans and or OnlyFans, it's got to be 25, 30%, maybe higher. I mean, I really don't know. So uh, Tate style, 40%. Did Andrew Tate say 40%? I, that wouldn't shock me. And depending on what city you're in, yes, I would say New York, my, Miami, Los Angeles, or Southern California, or West Coast, and then New York, Miami, Houston, all right, Chicago. Uh, yeah, it's got to be 40% of young women. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, listen, it's out there. So anyway, shout out to Maryland guy. Finding out his younger sister, hello, <laughs> is on OnlyFans. Wow. Actually had two women, two younger women. One was, one was 29. The other one was 24, asked me to manage their OnlyFans. And I was like, I got money. Cha-ching. Hell yeah. <laughs> right? Hell to the yizel, but their work ethic is slow. The problem with women is their work ethic is so whack. They ain't worth dissing. You ninjas need to listen. Shout out to Mac 10. But their work ethic is whack raggedy. And so when you start telling them, look, okay, look, if you're going to do this, you're going to do this every day, not just three days a week, every day, and put some of them fives on top of them, some of them sixes, and some of them tens on top of them, some of them twenties. And the minute you challenge, they ask to put some work into it because they just want to throw their little link out there and just wait for people to come, and it ain't going to happen. I was like, nah, your ass about to work. Let's get that. Let's get in these streets. Let's go. In these streets. As soon as, as soon as they started wanting to put in some work, they all disappeared. I was like, broad, you ain't ready to put no work in. What women want to do is just look pretty and get money. That's all they want to do. All right. So thanks for sharing that, Maryland guy. It takes a man to share that. But uh, your sister is in. In these streets. All right. KT King got a couple things to say, and I got to be quick here because he has a lot to say. CGA, I would like to know your thoughts on the live stream on how Marvel is erasing the 56-year legacy of T'Challa, the Black Panthers, in comic books. Within the MCU, they're using the passing of Chad, uh, Chadwick Boseman as an excuse to write off T'Challa. And to uh, have recently created character Shuri become the Black Panther to empower women at the expense of a positive Black masculine in image. Um, so there's nothing you can do about that, guys. Listen, hey. New, 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 new world order. Disney going to do what Disney going to do, bro. Disney, Disney is who they are, man. I mean, you know, until that woke population of people uh, get out of the Disney uh, corporation, it is what it is. All right. Man. And he also says World Stars reporting. Kim Kate and Pete Davidson just broke up. They put they put Kanye through all that drama and how they split Undertaker Bell, he says. Well, you know, you saw that coming. Listen, um, um oh, guys, uh, 
that guy, Pete Davidson, was a rebound. And uh, rebounds never last. Rebounds never last. The rebound, the percentages of rebound that last is 99.9% fail. So he was a rebound guy. He thought he had a secure position. Anytime you follow up a long-term relationship or a marriage and you're the next guy or the next woman, it's you're going to, nah, it ain't going to work. And he says, I mean, emailed you some new prime decline. Thank you, man. Thank you, brother. All right. And then uh, did I check Venmo? Oh, somebody sponsored in here. Somebody co-sponsored. Uh-huh. Somebody co-sponsored. Who is this? My friends overcharged me, says. You remember playing pencil break in high school? Oh, I'm sorry, in elementary school. Yes, I do. That was one of my favorite games. I sucked at it, though. All right. And he says, man, we used to have so much fun before puberty with doing the most basic stuff. Don't be afraid to reclaim your inner fun, gentlemen. Don't let these XXs rain on your interest in simple joys. Absolutely. I mean, it don't take us much to have fun. And many times you guys think you're going to have fun with women. You don't have fun with women. I mean, other than being in bed with them. But the things you do leading up to it, I'm going to tell you, most men aren't interested in it. I know a couple of guys like I enjoy female company. I do, too. All right. When I'm out there just chilling. All right. Smoking a cigar. Hey, hang around. You know what I mean? Make me look good. You know, feel all on daddy's arm and all of that stuff. But I'm not wanting to sit across no women. Yes. Well, and graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language. I don't like that. You're not having fun with a woman like this. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island topped. I've done all of that. By the way, man, hey, dude, dude, you know, we, we, we have that sense of being a kid, doing kid stuff, doing the simple things. Uh, never be afraid to be that guy. Let people judge you. Let you. People will judge you. But a lot of these people are absolutely miserable um, without, without you without you and your wallet. By the way, um, you guys know what women do when you're not around, okay? When they're so busy. I'm going to hold on for a second. I'm going to show you what women do when you're not around. And they be like, I was so busy this week. I had so much to do. Sorry I didn't get back to you. Uh, you know, my dad broke his finger, and I had a family emergency. My dog got sick, and I got tied up. You know what they do? This is what they do. Right here. I need new titties. I need a sugar what daddy. Is a nine to five. Am I horny? You were hungry, bitch. I got fat. I'm gonna pack my shit and leave. My ass I want fat. a boyfriend. No, I don't. What is my cat doing? I'm gonna get a BBL. Yeah. I'm going to die Damn, anyway. You're in a simulation. Oil. What if him? That's what they do. That's what they be doing. And then in the middle of that, at the end of the night, somebody come and clap them cheeks. Yep. They go. <laughs> somebody come clap the cheeks, and then that'll be that. So never think, oh, I got tied up. I'm sorry I didn't respond to you. Uh, I, I, got, I got to deal with something. I, I got to getting busy. Nah. Oh, I'm just waking up. Sorry, I'm just seeing your message here at 6 p.m. Uh, we were supposed to meet at 2 and just slipped my mind. Nah, that's not what they be doing, bro. All right, that's that right there, that woman on that bed. That's what they do. And I know this. Rafael Reyes says, many times in the manosphere, we say Disney movies and rom-coms are fake. I think they're real. The catch is these movies are based on the first six months of the relationship. Then the movie ends. Does It doesn't give it time to show the marriage wheel. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So, yeah, there is. Uh, the, that's why love feels so good. It feels so good. The first time you meet her, the anticipation of seeing her again, the, the amount of times you're getting aroused by her, you're getting aroused by her every time you see her. You don't need a supplemental arousal uh, system to, to get to 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 think about fornicating with her same thing with her 
She's anticipating having fun with you, seeing you again, getting attention, cuddling, touching, caressing, uh, being able to string you along. You know what I mean? It's fantastic. The first six months, most relationships don't even get past that. Um, they get past. Um, let 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 everybody tell you they they get to this point, and then after that, the lust wears off. You're just there by obligation. You're just there because you have nothing better to do. You're just there because you're too broke to keep dating. You're just there because she doesn't want to keep smuggling salami. Right? You understand what I'm saying? Like a woman looking at it going, well, I'd rather be with him than to keep hoeing out in these streets. In these streets. You see what I mean? And you're staying with her because you know you got to meet new women and listen to them talk. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. And you're, you got to sit there and date women and take women out and let them finesse you and doing all that stuff. So you're like, hmm, I might as well just keep the girl. And she's looking like, hmm, might as well just keep them out. Why risk getting an STD? <laughs> so you guys just settle. And you're like, damn, I can't afford to be out here dating no more. I'll just stay with this one. Mm. Yeah, dating's exhausting. Dating's exhausting. And that's why you guys, you like, we call women lazy. Men are lazy. You're lazy ass daters and you're broke daters. You ought to be ashamed of yourself, the amount of shortcuts that you're taking. And it always revolves around money. Have you noticed that? These dudes always make an excuse about money. That's your problem, sir. And this is where the women are like, tell them, coach. I'm telling you, broke ninja, stop dating. Damn, the I'm drinking coffee because the junior college is going to be litty. I'm double booked at nine o'clock. All right. With a 19 and a 21-year-old, I don't know what to do. One of them will flake. So I decided to get coffee today. I'm like, boy, I'm going to have to introduce them to each other. Hello, you and you. Sit down. Combined age, 39. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, when it comes to this, you broke ninjas are always sitting around here trying to avoid paying money. And this is where your mistake is going to be. Because you look at money as, oh, don't leave with your wallet. It's tricking if you pay. And the reason why you're doing that is because you got none. See, you can double up on attention. You can double up on energy. You can double up on time. You'll double, triple, quadruple up and waste opportunity costs, waste time. Stop broke dating. This is the reason why you're having problems. In this marketplace, there's no time for this bullshit. I get it. You don't want a dinner date. I don't either. Okay. I don't suggest you dinner date, but when you're out here, well, I'm a date 50 women and take 50 women to Starbucks. Pff, you're an idiot. You men are idiots. You think that's how you're going to do it. And then you're going to try to pap out three, four or five of these girls. And then you think you're making it. And then what are you doing out here? You're trying to slut, you're slut making everybody. Then you complain about women being in these streets while you're trying to 50 date uh starbucks date women because you're broke i'm tired of the bullshit i'm tired of it you, you guys are contradicting yourself less left and right you can't call women 304s and then sit around here and try to uh broke date 50 of them and then keep a rotation and spin plates and then call these girls names after you pap them out i'm tired i we need to have a conversation about this Get your shit together and stop being out here broke dating and stop looking at everything as tricking. You guys look at everything as tricking and simping, but you're broke. I got money. Three from 50 from the field. 
you managed to get your salami wet and then talk about, oh, man, I get girls and I get, get, get girls broke dating. What kind of straggle daggles and skeezers are you getting? And then you're still out here talking about they 304s. What are we doing? What are we doing? Now, you don't got to be like uh, spoiling these chicks like these chicks want to get spoiled. I get it. Yeah, I don't I don't agree with that either. Because, yes, these girls will finesse you. Yes, they will finesse you. But this is getting ridiculous. It's absurd. And you guys are going to be left behind in this new marketplace. Because, look, new, 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 new world order. It's going to get worse. You think this is bad. Let's fast four or five years in this dating marketplace. You guys will all strike out. You're getting zero out here. Zip. RIP to Gen Z. You keep listening to these damn dating coaches, Gen Z. Your ass is going to be grass out here. You guys are already struggling. <laughs> you guys are already struggling. Forget about it, bro. All right, man, I'm tired of it. Where are we at? Let me do a couple more. Let me do one more, and then I got to get on with the show. Mr. Alex, I'm sorry, Austin Alexander says, sad music, coach. Uh-oh. 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 I didn't read your last super chat? Uh-oh. 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 He says, coach didn't read my last super chat. He's always be dragging the streams out. He never promotes any hope for us hope strategists. And, and I'm done, coach. No more support. Sorry, coach. I have a nightmare. I've been having a nightmare. Shout out to the coach gang. Okay. All right. I was like, what happened? He was having a nightmare. Uh, the hope strategists. Here we go. <laughs> here we go out here. Uh, let's do the first one. First topic up for bid here. Woman sues parents for child support. Now, let's see here. Um, I don't know, man. I was talking about this during the morning stream, and I was like, I'm going to talk about this later because I couldn't upload my clip up to my drive and download it, but I finally found it on Worldstar. I found it on Instagram Worldstar, but allegedly this pale uh, chicken cutlet Kaylee, she looking like a chicken cutlet here, right? She definitely looked like an unseasoned chicken cutlet. Shout out to the plain Janes out here. Sometimes they be looking like, hmm, I need a little seasoning on that. But let's hear here, hear her. She's saying that her, she took her parents to, I don't know if this is, this could be one of those things, straggle and sniggle theater. She might be making this up. I have no idea. Let's listen. A few months ago, I took my parents to court for having my permission. And I, a few months ago, I took my parents to court for having me without my permission. And I won. So the court ordered them to give me $5,000 a month to cover my basic living expenses. Well, they went and had that appealed. So now they don't have to give me any money and I have to go get a job. And I'm realizing like, I don't have any work experience or any higher education. Nowhere is nowhere's paying me $5,000 a month. So how the hell am I supposed to be able to afford my bills? What? Don't have children if you don't want to support them. Now, I'm hoping this is a joke. I, I'm hoping she's a comedian. I, I couldn't find her page. I'm hoping she's a comedian. I'm hoping this is, uh, uh, I hope this is humor. I can't really tell these days because these 304s are out here struggling. All right. Uh, the reality is, Young women like this are lost. They're supposed to be getting knocked up barefoot and pregnant. Yes, I. you heard me say that. 
And I know people are going to say that's misogynist. How dare you? The problem is we have far too many young people out here falling for feminism or they're falling for the idea that they can support themselves and they cannot. It's clearly that 30, 40 percent of women cannot support themselves. Some women are leaning on dating. Some women are sugar babying. Some women are only fancying. Some women are working two jobs. It's ridiculous. And you're wasting your most fertile years out here. You're going crazy. You got that damn Doja Cat shaving her hair and her eyebrows on Instagram Live. I mean, these people are lost. They're lost in tortured souls. And these women are going to be cat women. Majority of these women are going to be cat women, single, and, and, and all of this stuff on head meds. Obviously, we got the head med. We're going crazy, man. This is going. How dare This you? is going to be a dangerous result here. This is going to cause the collapse of the country. This is going to cause because this will be an epidemic. Obviously, she did. This woman's claiming she did not go to college. And as a result of not going to college, now she doesn't have very good job prospects. But I cannot blame her for not going to college with the student loan deficit being at one point six trillion dollars with women owning one trillion dollars of that one point six trillion dollars. I mean, this is despicable. It's deplorable. So now you got a situation here where she claims to have taken her parents to court for child support or suing them for not having or for having her against her, her will. <laughs> oh man. Um, even if this is a joke, let's just say this, even if this is a joke, this is a testimony of the direction that our people are going, right? We find this to be somewhat credible because of where we are in our country. And um, she's, She's bringing up situations where a lot of Gen Z, look, Gen Z women are running around here with signs saying, I wish my parents would have aborted me. I mean, this is where we are. You know what I mean? Because a lot of these people don't have any hope. Uh, a lot, And I don't feel sorry for them. I don't feel sorry for them. I'm looking at it like this. I'm like, the only thing you have to bring to this table and to offer, I'm taking it from you for a very small fee. I know it's a lot for a lot of you guys, but for me, I know you'd be like, oh, they're taking your money. And I'm like, what is she doing with it? Guys, they're going to be broke tomorrow. <laughs> it ain't like you making them rich. Dudes be like, you out here, you're paying these women. I don't care if you took her out and flew her out, put her in a hotel suite, let her have room service on your credit card like crazy. The minute she touches down back home, she back broke. I got money. It ain't like you making them rich. And I'm tired of these dudes running around here. I won't pay. I never pay a woman. They're going to be broke by tomorrow. I know people who said they were late on rent. They got a little bit of money and they still came up short. Mm. <laughs> they were short by the next morning trying to pay the rent. They was like, damn, I'm still a hundred short. What did you do with the money? Well, it's just it's disgusting. You're, they're not turning it. They're not taking that. And so you don't have marriage. You don't have divorce. You don't barely have child support because the, the, the birth rate's declining. So they can't get money off the back end on marriage. They can't get money off the back end on child support. They are out here selling booty. And then when they sell the booty, they still show. I'm like, they're done. So now this woman's going to the next level. And of course, if this is a joke, the problem with the joke is she just gave some girls some ideas here. A few months ago, I took my parents to court for having me without my permission. And I won. So the court ordered them to give me $5,000 a month to cover my basic living expenses. Well. Wait a minute. I, I just want to hear that. $5,000 a month. 
for basic living expenses. Where do you live? Where do you live? I mean, you, you bet I'm looking in the background of your house there. You better be in Southern California at five G's a month. Guys, there's girls asking men for five G's a month for selling, for giving booty up. I mean, I, what, what? It took me a lot of money. I'm sorry. It took me a lot of years to even get to the point where I was earning 5k a month and I worked my ass off and I sacrificed these broads running around here. Give me 5k. They went and had that appealed. I would love to see the court docket on this one. So now they don't have to give me any money and I have to go get a job. <laughs> hey, man, these are girls you're cold approaching right here. I mean, listen, I know this is this has got to be a joke. Uh, but this basic Becky right here. Are you joking? And these are girls that turned up their nose at you. And I'm realizing, like, I don't have any work experience or any higher education. Nowhere is nowhere's paying me $5,000 a month. Now, you, girl, I don't know how old you are. I'm going to say you're about 24. You're not going to make 5Gs a month until you're at least 34. If that, and you're going to be working 48, 50 hours a week for that for that five grand. All right. You and especially you don't have education. You're going to need two jobs to equal 5k, and that's almost impossible. You probably won't even earn in your life 5k a month. So how the hell am I supposed to be able to afford my bills? <laughs> Women got bill problems. I want you to go find a woman, any woman, right now, and ask them: Are they current on all of their bills? Somebody says stripper. Stripper is not the thing to do right now. Strippers don't. Strippers aren't making money. It's slow right now. Um. So you know, because we're hitting, entering a recession. Strippers. If you know any strippers, ask them if it's popping right now. It's not. Strippers are getting undercut right now like crazy. Um. And it says right here. Um. Oh, I'm I'm asking you right here. If you actually ask a woman, are they are they all if they are they all caught up on their bills? They're all damn near behind on bills. They cannot manage finance as well. That's just Achilles heel. This is this is in general. I know there's one woman listening to me, not me, coach. I'm current on all of my bills. Uh, what? <sighs> don't have children if you don't want to support them. <laughs> She's like, duh. Duh. She hit you with the white girl, duh. Just the white girl, duh, right here, <laughs> where they open their mouth. They open their eyes more than they can open their mouths. Why do Kaylee's, they, they actually like talk out of their nostrils. They don't talk out of their mouth. Like they mouth be opening like, let me share it right here. Kaylee's be talking like this here. At the top of their lungs, they little lungs be right here in their little bird chest. And they be screaming, why don't you have kids? And their lips don't move like this here. I don't understand why you don't have no kids. And it'd be at the top of their lungs, clear as day. They talk out of their nostrils. They'd be like, now, you know, black folks, we talk like this. We'd be like, <laughs> we be talking like, <laughs> black women be like, I know, all loud. <laughs> black women be mouth open, wide open, all of that stuff. See, you be seeing the back of their gums. You be seeing the back of their teeth. You see all the damn silver and plaque all in the back of their mouth. Ah, ba 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 ba. 
Kaylee's be like this. I don't understand. Like, what? Barely moving. <laughs> Ku Klux Keisha be loud as hell, mouth wide open. You can see the cavities in the back. But now Kaylee's, they be like, Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde hand no tits. And they be coming out clear as hell. Like, where's your mouth? Why come your lips aren't moving? <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> Sad times for these young girls out here. Uh, let me take that down. What's going on here? Did I get a text? I'm double booked, so I'm looking at my phone like, which one of these girls? <laughs> he said they ain't got no lips. Which one of these girls are going to cancel on me? One of them got to cancel. Or they both going to be sitting next to me while I'm smoking the cigar. Where are we at here? Um, We have, oh, I got Rusko in here. Uh, Loud Pocket says, in my age group, I'm a 10, baby. Ah, oh, man, you, I don't care about you teenage boys. And why is she talking to teenage boys, all right? Shout out to uh, uh, QM, and he asked me about a YouTuber, female, that I won't say their name here, but he says, your thoughts. I've only seen a couple of videos. Like I said, I don't be out here on the freeways all the time. But uh, like I said, you know, it's, it follows the same format. You know, I'm not trying to be salty. Somebody's like, you're salty. I'm not trying to be salty. I'm telling you what's going to happen here. <laughs> Look, um, you know, for, for, for people to understand, I know female nature i know what's going to happen here i they're missing key elements they're missing key elements but guys do find comfort in women parroting content from other men right and um you know they they do get a little bit that i think it's hope strategy when you're listening to that content it's it's hope strategy bottom line it's hope strategy it's hope strategy personified now if they want to go ahead and get a bag off a of hope strategist go ahead um, because PUAs are getting bags off of Hope Strategist. Um, you know, um, not Hope Strategist. PUAs are getting bags off. Yeah, uh, I guess in, uh, I, I would say probably more Intel-ish slash wannabe players. Um, the I guess you would say our side are getting bags off of MGTOW and Intel. I, I would suppose, and they're getting bags. The female consecrators are getting bags off of Hope Strategist. That's all. But get the, get your bag. But do not be surprised when they come and they do the heel turn. There's always a heel turn. Have you guys know? Come on, man. Again, I'm not trying to diss people and do their day. I want everybody to do their thing. But what I'm saying is understand the heel turns coming. Shout out to Warhammer. He says, thanks for being UCGA again. Thank you, man. Thank you, brother. And then Moose Hefner says, Kim K and Gump Davidson just broke up. Owen 99 is in the building. All right, so Kim K is an Owen. She's Ofer in all of her relationships, despite the fact she's Kim Kardashian. She has yet to have one successful relationship. Huh? Now, if Kim K's out here struggling, what hope do you have? And I'm not saying she's a principal person. By the way, there's a great documentary on, on the OJ um, that I've never seen. I, I've consumed a lot of OJ. Um, stuff there's a great one on netflix is it netflix i can't remember but no it's on apple tv about who killed nicole and there's a one of his private investigator friend managers oh my god you got to see that one they gave a different different uh approach to who might have deleted nicole other than oj and oj son allegedly so um by the way kim kardashian's owen what do you what hope do you have guys what, what hope do you have shout out to alexander z 
He says, got two baby moms. First one dragged me through child support. Oh, no, dragged me through court for eight years. And now my first son is manipulated against me. And I'm ready to wash the hands, even though she lost every case. The court of public opinion doesn't care about you. Give, he says, coach, give me the buzzer. Man, Alejandro, did I call you Alex? Alejandro Z, we'll call you that. But wait a minute, you said you got two baby moms. What happened to the other one? All right, well, where are you at with the other baby mom? All right, so the first one dragged you through court for eight years. Hey, I've been there, done that. Been there, done that. And I've done it so well that I don't even let them drag me to court no more. <laughs> All right? And they thought they would, you know, people think they just, I'm going to just do this to you, man. That's the okie doke. I live for this shit. I'll tell you how to avoid all that BS. All right. All right. But uh, it says right here, you said the first one took you to court eight months and now the sun's against you. Hey, uh, guys, imagine, imagine this. I want you to imagine this. He said, play dead. You have a kid. You raise the kid for X amount of years. The mother alienates the kid against you, which is very common form of abuse. All right, many of us, all of us, almost all of us have uh, participated, not participated. Almost all of us have been the victim of this alienation, even if your parents were married, right? If your parents were married and your mother or father talked shit about the other parent, that's alienation, okay? But it's very common in broken homes. So imagine then you, your kid is alienated and your kid believes you are deadbeat. That's your seed. Forever, it's over. Forever, my lady. It's over. Yeah, look. You're not healing that process. It's over. So the seed you had, the everything you invested, um, comes down to if the baby mama terrorist is stable enough to adjust on her own or at least not willing to drag you through court and doesn't alienate you from your kid, you're going to miss out on, he says, time to start over. You're going to miss out. Yeah, the crop is spoiled, Wiz Division. You're going to miss out on um, junior high school graduation, all of their sports or academic programs, or just their just them going through high school. You're going to miss all of that. You're going to miss prom, homecoming, their first touchdown, their first home run, their first points in the basketball court. You're going to miss all of that. You're going to miss high school graduation. You're going to miss college selection. You're going to miss dropping off your kid in college. You're going to miss their first girlfriend. You're going to miss their first nut. You're going to you're going to miss you're going to miss college graduation. You're going to miss them getting their first job. You're going to miss them getting engaged. You're going to miss them getting married. You're going to you're going to miss their birth of their first, second and third child. And then he said cuz he going to have a first one. You're going to miss his first You're going to miss all of it. And then he might or she might as a child Figure it out and come back to you. You're going to then hope that they figure it out. Dad, you're not such a bad guy after all. And you will miss all of it. You'll never get all of it back. How many men, how many men have been put in that situation? And not only that, another man saw all of it. That is not your biological child. Another guy saw every single one of those steps. You're going to miss all of it. You're going to miss the school photos. You're going to miss field trips. You're going to miss all of it because of this scenario, alienation. I'm telling you guys, 
it is horrible because then then they're 27 and then they have a conversation with you. Oh, dad, you're, you're not so bad after all. And then <laughs> then you go, shit, you can't make up for lost time. Then Damage is done. Damage is done. And this is how tough it is. This is why I want you guys to really consider what you're doing out here. You legacy ninjas. Most kids are exactly how I just explained it. There are kids that are not in those situations. Yeah, but you're rolling the dice. At this point, really, really, he says maybe 37. Yeah, by the time you figure it out, by the time you figure it out, you know, the by the time you figure it out, your kid has already had so many kids. It might be in the same situation that they might come back to dad and say, hey, dad, what's going on right here? Are you willing to roll the dice against that? I don't know, man. It's up to you, brothers. Shout out to Mr. Neil in the building. And um, that's all we'll say. I always get you on this one. I, I always jump the gun. <laughs> all right. But he says, coach, it was in the news a few years ago. A girl in New Jersey sued her parents to have to pay for her college. Yes. Wow. Wow. Man, if this gets out, you parents are going to go to court on these things. So um, a girl sued her parents to pay for their college. I would... Hey, man, this is how you, I don't, do you guys want the secret on how to beat these family courts <laughs> and these sue happy ass people? Don't give them your fucking information. That's how you do it. Don't be plugged into the matrix. Don't have a job. Don't have a job that you report to because they know where you're going. I mean, that's simple one-on-one. They're like, he's going to be there. This is his path to work. He's got to stop here. He gets donuts and Starbucks over here. All right. He leaves at this time of the day. He gets home at this time of the day. They follow your ass. When you don't have a routine, they can't find you. <laughs> they can't find you. And let me just tell you something. If they can't find you, there's no case. <laughs> if they cannot find you, they cannot sue you. They could try to sue you. They could sue you. But... If they can't serve you, nothing happens. Okay? They cannot proceed. I don't know, but, but you guys can't do that. You, can't, you guys do not understand that that's how you lay low on everything, on everything. Move around, all right? Don't stay in the same spot too damn long. But everybody, don't live around your family. Don't tell your family members where you live at. He said, no face, no case. No face, no case. You, you, you don't serve me. There ain't no case. You can't do shit. But anyway, <laughs> I'm not giving you legal advice. Lay low, lay low as a mouse. One time staked out all in front of my house. I think that's threat. I always got to give credit to the rappers. Who is in here, brother? We got Mr. Russell in the building. He says, coach, I just told my girlfriend of five years that I'm leaving for a job opportunity in Las Vegas with my padre. I think she's upset because she has three kids and may need help. You know what she's going to be doing. I got money. That's her help right there. And he says, always, he says, we have always lived in separate places anyway, but I got to do what I got to do. God bless uh, Coach Greg and free agent for life. How old are you, brother? Okay. So your parasite is going to be, all right. It's like the movie. Uh, it's like the movie. Uh, what is it? I would not spawn. Your parasite gonna need another host all right so yeah she was using you to patch up some things five years 
Somebody says, Coach is right. If you don't have a routine, they can't find you. He says, look at the recent drone strike. You ain't got no routine. They don't know where you come and go. They don't know what gym you work out at. They don't know where you, they can't find you. No face, no case. Uh, Venom is the movie. Venom, Venom is the movie. Um, the whole movie of Venom, he's trying to remove the ho- the parasite from him. And that, that's the whole movie. The parasite doesn't, doesn't want to leave him because the, there's a match. I don't know if you know what parasites, they will be, they will latch on to a host. And sometimes they don't have a match and they'll actually kill the host slowly. And so then if they kill the host, they kill the host, they're going to need another host and then got, got to find a new host. A parasite then finds the proper host and stays with the host and they don't kill the, they don't kill the host. Well, they do. You die slowly. You die slowly, but that's the case right there. People are asking me, do they have a new host? No, you, you, uh, listen, when women get over 40, it's, it's, it's slim pickings out there. So if they do get divorced and they, this is the problem with divorced women is they typically don't find a new host as well. So what they lean back on is their previously married host. And then they find ways to make that host support them. So if they, if they have alimony or could still qualify for alimony, they'll take the guy in for alimony. If they have children and they don't find a new host, they'll take the guy in for child support for as long as they can, as late as they can. We saw this with um, Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom's wife or ex-wife or baby mama had two fully grown-ass kids living with her, age 21 and 19, and she took Lamar Odom back to court for child support because in the state of New York, you can get child support up to age 21 as long as the kids are in college. And she took his ass back. That is a parasite that needed a host. And she could, did not have a new man. She did not level up, level up, level up. She did not find a millionaire. She didn't find anything better. She's just sitting up there going broke. She, she basically said, I'm getting evicted. I'm X, Y. What is, listen, what does you not having to pay your bills have to do with Lamar Odom not ch- paying child support? This is what the crazy thing, that's, that's a pure parasite. And I cannot stand when women use that. Well, I can't pay my bills and I can't pay my car note. My car's getting repossessed. And child support is not for those things. Okay. You're supposed to make your money. And then the child support goes to the child, especially a grown ass adult child. It has nothing to do with you getting evicted. That's your financial mismanagement. As I said, as I said, many women are always behind on their bills. All right. (laughs) It's just the state of how they manage money and they're in, they tend to be, I don't want to general, I do want to generalize here. They tend to be impulsive and um, they tend to work paycheck to paycheck, like, you know, getting paid bi-weekly. And uh, when you're used to getting paid bi-weekly, finances get really tough. You get squeezed, all right? Because then if you do something out of your budget, it's hard for you to recover. And then they have to start doing, getting that gluck gluck out. Then they're like, oh, damn, I'm $300 short. I'm $500 short. And it's August 3rd. What is today? August 5th? There's some women right now watching me. Right now on August 5th, they got to break out the gluck gluck. Is it gawk gawk or gluck gluck? Then they text you, oh, damn, man, my throat hurt. 
I can't, they take the, they text the person they're dating because they don't tell you about this girl, right? The guy right here, Gawk Gawk. Then they text you, man, I'm a little sick. I need to get a throat culture. I woke up, my throat was throbbing. I wonder why. <laughs> that just happened to be a girl who was like, hey, man, I woke up, my throat was throbbing. Also was late on rent, ironically. I'm like, well, let me put two and two together here. You've been late on rent. You've been having money, trouble paying bills, and your throat's hurting. Where do we end here? Wait, wait. It's too easy. <laughs> I know what you've been doing. <laughs> All right, let me get back to the show, man. God dang, what are we doing here? Open relationships? All right, let's talk about what Coach is talking about here. Uh, right here, I've been telling you about open relationships, polyamory, pansexual, sapiosexual, everything that they can come up with. A lot of women are leaning this way, especially Generation Z and young millennials. Let's take this story right here, and you haven't missed it. You haven't missed the tech lead story yet. Let's take this woman right here and this couple uh, one goes by, I don't know these people, so you guys can fill me in, Bobby Lee, and um, the other woman is Kalila, Kalayla. They appear to be podcasters. I don't know if the other one's a singer. He definitely is the guy that that was. And that's you. Um, I don't know her history. I just can't say. But I look at their dynamics, and I'm like, they, this. she's with him for some other reason. It's not because of his looks. What you think you getting girls now because of your looks? Let's go ahead and listen to this. Worm that fucking meathead. Uh, fair use. This man right here, I believe, is Bobby Lee. And we'll see his girlfriend here in a minute. That Frankenfucker, <laughs> Brendan Shaw. Wait, who's spreading rumors that he ever hit on me? Is that you, Bobby? He says it like every other podcast. <laughs> he does, right? Yeah. yeah. He hits on her. He doesn't. Oh. He fucking does. Okay, <laughs> I don't know if he's a weird. I think this is his girlfriend here in the back, Kalila. He, he has never. And that meets. Um, can I just be really like candid with everybody? So she's a skinny. I don't know what she is. She's thin. Obviously, this this is a mismatch. This is a mismatch. He must be someone significant enough to keep her around. But this is going to get ugly for him. This is going to be the first time I ever say it, and he'll never admit to it, but Bobby's a cuck. I think that he fantasizes. <laughs> I think that he fantasizes about other dudes being with me, and he gets off on it, and he'll never admit to it. But he, the reason he talks about it is because he secretly loves it, and he, even if they don't hit on me, he wants to believe they did because it gets his dick hard. People are saying he's Bobby Lee. Uh, again, I'm not good with pop culture or any of that, so I don't know who he is. All right. And I'm not dissing him. I just don't know. And so as you can see here, you know, she's got the makeup face. She's a, she's at seven plus with a makeup and all hair. She's got extensions and she's in decent, you know, uh, sloppy yogurt shape. And she's with him maybe because of his humor or maybe because he serves a se separate purpose other than being her pleasure principle. He might be the money principal or the entertainer, the guy that's going to pay with attention and spend time. And then that she can run all over her. This is the dynamics of a Gen Z slash millennial type relationship. And, um, oh, he's on Mad TV. Okay. Shout out to him. And so now it, this is the dynamic. She's getting something from her. You guys always think because you're with the woman, you're getting her soul and you're getting passion. No, 
This is not true, especially after six months. This is not true. A woman will be with you for another whole reason. But if you do cuck up, she will allow herself to get. She's acting like he's forcing her to get pounded out by other dudes. This is what she's presenting. They broke up. Okay, cool. Yeah, the burning desire. All right, whatever. But here it is right here. He's the beta bucks. He's paying for her. He's he's hosting her. He's paying her rent. He's letting her live. He's buying her food. This is the parasite. This, this is the parasite. This is the host. No burning desire. Just because you're in a relationship, you're not getting burning desire. I, we need to put these uh, myths, these myths to bed. Just because she's with you, you're not getting burning desire. Just because she sleeps with you, just because you're married to her, you're not, you're not guaranteed to get burning desire. You're not. Let's listen. <laughs> Rebuttal? I am. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> there it is. So he confirmed. So he confirmed. So, you know. I don't know what's going on here. As you can see here, they have a relationship. They have a friendship, but a lot of guys will be in these scenarios a lot more in the future. I just cucked twice as an animal. Is there any truth to what I said? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that. I don't lay in bed and like, and, and like jerk off and go, oh, Kalila with Brendan Shaw. Oh my, right? oh my God. I don't Shaw. think that in my head. I'm not afraid. Please don't fuck her. <laughs> now he he's not blowing her back out i mean we know this and he's probably only getting like one or two pieces of peace sleep per month if that and it probably don't last very long so you know he knows he's probably can't please her so he has to have her out here she probably is convincing him to make this work oh okay i'll do it for you no <laughs> this road of love this story that we create doesn't have to be defined by such strict rules of monogamy whoa dude what are you saying right now what i'm saying is <laughs> whoa, i would dude. never i would never <laughs> okay the title of this video kalila has been grooming bobby lee for an open relationship so this is the title of the video someone suggested this for me and fair use so i agree with her but I only agree because I'm not this dude. I'm going to be pounding you out and five girls like you. But what she wants is to have her cake over here, have her support and have her status and then go out and bang Chad. <laughs> I would never betray your trust. I would never do anything without you seeing it in broad daylight. What I'm saying is down this road, should you ever come up to me and say, hey, you know what, sweetie, this is what. I had in mind, and this is what you know. Whatever we need to nope. do to nope. spruce up our sex <laughs> life. Nope, nope. I will not. Lie. Why are you so? Because this is exactly the road you went down with G Unit and and Steve. G Unit. Uh oh. <laughs> look at her face. So he confronted her with this. Look at her. Look off to the side. Oh, you know. Oh, you put my business out on blast. Yep. So she's been used to this lifestyle. She's never been a monogamous person. Again, this goes into the fly in the face of all of you guys with these normie chicks acting like the normies ain't out here fornicating. Stop. They're out here doing it. And so she's she may be a pro. I doubt it. But she's been passed around. L look at the poll again. She <laughs> the normie women are out here doing this on the sneak sneak in the creep creep. No, I never. That was the first. I, you're going to hold me to one. No, I'm saying, no, I'm not holding you to it, but I'm saying 
that these are the seeds that are being planted Grooming. for that kind of situation. And what I'm saying is, is that I'm not going to do that. What I'm saying is, yes, I do. Maybe I'm projecting my own, my own fantasies. Yeah. Yep. Just like I said, remember I said, she framed it as Bobby once has a fantasy for her being with other men, but it's very clear. She was the one, she's the one in charge. She's the one saying, Hey, you ain't doing it for me. I got to have other guys. And she's having her cake and eating it too. And if you're not in the position to stand your ground, you're not in the position to hold masculine frame, which a lot of Gen Z guys will be in, or a lot of guys that aren't the top tier guys, you're going to be in this relationship right here. You're going to be right here. She's the one doing this to him. He's not the one sending her out here in the streets. So, and at that point, there's no way to get out of a relationship because you still love them as a person, but there's, you're like, they like you don't have an excuse. They didn't cheat on me. I didn't, you know, it's just, it's done inside. Right. So you just, hang I out. found, no, I, I was honest with him. I started telling him I was desirous of other people and See, I started to kind of. What does he say when you say to him, look? I, well, it, well, it hurts him, but it's, I, I'd rather. Oh God! Kind of. Yeah, man, dude. I don't know, man. I don't know about this guy, but he gone. He gone. He all the way gone. See now, this is why I tell you, when you see couples out in the open, and you might feel like, well, how did he get her? Maybe he has game. Um, maybe he has money. Maybe he has status. Maybe he has looks. How is he getting her, and I can't get a girl? What I'm telling you is. Many of these relationships are moving closer to that. She finds that he actually, uh, the guy has one itis for her and he can control them. She can control and manipulate him long enough, maybe not to go this far, but definitely Gen Z is going this far for sure. I know this for a fact, but now you're going, wow, he's got a beautiful girl. She, he must love her and she must love her. What are they doing? No, nope. no, nope. they're doing, somebody said with this, they're doing some, Something else that you just don't see. Continuing. They met on Bumble. Anyway. <laughs> Wait a minute. Dude. So, while, so while she's throwing him under the bus, he goes and kisses her. Bruh, I'm... I started to kind of. What does he say when you say to him? Look. I, well, it, well, it hurts him, but it's I I'd rather kind of. You <laughs> do, you, do you act out on that? Yeah, I did with him. Yeah. I mean, no, so do, you you, do you go out and you cheat on? I, I mean. I never did anything without his. Oh man, I, I mean, I mean, I, did you cheat? Well, right? Did you cheat on him? Whoa, 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 whoa! And look at him. Look at his. He's slumped in the chair. She's leaning in. She has a deep masculine voice. He ain't said a peep. He's crickets over here, guys. I'm letting you know, bro. Never feel like. You're missing out. Never have FOMO. Never feel like, oh, man, I just need a girl who's mine, all mine. This is the stuff you're doing, man. This is crazy. I did with him, yeah. I mean, no, so do, you, do you go out and you cheat on I, I mean, I never did anything without his permission or without Whoa. telling him first. Nah, that's an L. Well, he nodded on this one, by the way. He nodded. His permission or without Whoa. telling him first. And he's proud over here. He's proud. He's like, yep. I gave her permission to get her back blown out. This can't be real. I'm hoping he's acting and I'm hoping I'm hoping he's acting and I'm hoping maybe he's undercover and this is his beard. This could be the case, too, with a lot of Generation Z identifying as you don't know what bananas and goats at this particular point. So maybe he's on the down low or maybe he's using her as a beard. 
and they're trying to explain it. And is I that, guess it's kind for, of bizarre. In is that, that for real? Because that's, that's yeah, a, like I brought in somebody in a relationship towards the end. Wow. Wait, but, with him there? Yeah. Whoa. You brought him back to the house? Yeah. <sighs> I'm just letting you know. Somebody said it's real. I'm letting you know that I know this to be true. This is happening in relationships. Yes. Yes. It didn't happen in any of my relationships, but I know I've been blasting some backs out and she went home to an engineer doctor. Right. And I dropped her ass off. Here you go. I wouldn't do it with a married couple, but there are women, Gen Z girls, millennial girls that have boyfriends and they're out there and they're pretty girls and the dude's a gump, a gumpy six-figure guy, and she getting her back blown out in these streets. And they think this is normal relationships. This is normal. You'll have girls go, what's wrong with that? They're like, what's wrong with that? This is the direction relationships are going. So I don't want to hear about you old 40-plus-year-old people. You don't realize what's going on. This is what's going on. And he knew who that other guy was? Yeah, like we kind of, I was in a relationship with two guys towards the end. What? That's awesome. <laughs> and wait, and, and yeah. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Awesome. He knew who that other guy was? Yeah, like we kind of, I was in a relationship with two guys towards the end. What? That's awesome. So the woman confirmed, I don't know who the woman is. She says, what? That's awesome. The woman in the background. <laughs> Did you hear that? Did y'all catch that? The woman in the back, guys, the world, we're, we're, I don't know where we're going. In the, the woman in the background says, shit, I want that too. I got money. Listen to what's going on, gentlemen. We've switched. Back in the 90s, we were the dogs. Now the women are the dogs, and you guys are the women. Mm. We've completely flipped places in 30 years other guy was yeah like we kind of i was in a relationship with two guys towards the end what that's awesome <laughs> and wait and, uh, and yeah. was it bobby for her for her it's awesome see uh, he done he done see the only reason he's got to put up with this because look at her she's a good looking woman and look at him so the only way he can get her is to allow her to do this and eventually your girl is going to say um, yeah, I'm going to have to do this. It, it's okay. I still love you. And you're going to be such of a gump that you'll let this go. And now he's like, for her, it was all. Hey, hold on. Oh, well, yeah. And was this it is a very. Kalila. Now, Kalila does come out here. I do. Do people know that Kalila comes to Hawaii once, once a week? A week. <laughs> One time a week, Kalila comes to Hawaii. Why? She Why she come to Hawaii once a week? She's got the black blown out guy. Flies back just to do the podcast. I think that's just about right. It's yeah. cool. I I'm, I support it. Kalila was just gone. Okay, <laughs> Kalila got a different ride from the airport than us. Like she wasn't with us. She's we, not in our hotel. How about we found out that she set us up to stay at a hotel and that she's not there. She's not in the same hotel. Why? Why? She took her friends out girls trip. She told her she told her simp boyfriend or simp husband, "We going to Hawaii with the girls. Don't worry." She sent the girls over here, and she went, creep, 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 creep. Where'd she go? And the girls are going to tell it. Sloppy yogurt number one and two going to tell it. She sent me and Annie up at, a, at the same hotel, but she's staying at a different one. We find out when we get here. Tell me that's not shady. And <laughs> she got flown out. She at the suite somewhere in Kalakaua Avenue. 
we had an open thing. Just take it all from them. Okay, so we had an open thing, right? So that they can't use this again. Right. Us. Yeah, yeah, just put it all right, on the right. table. So we had this open yeah. thing, and um, you guys had an open relationship. relationship yeah, right? okay. I was. And Lila saw somebody in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Lovely is. person. They have no shame, bro. I'm telling you, they got no shame. Lovely person. Look at the smirk on her face. This is the face that you guys see when they walk past you. Uh, and, and you're like, why ain't girls looking at us? Why they don't want us to code approach? Why are they giving us the dude? They got multiple men or they have the ability to. She ain't got no shame. She's like, yep, I am. I am in these streets. Lovely guy. I like I, like, I know the in guy. Fact, I like Bobby hand selected him. Literally, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, right. amazing. Okay. Right, I, so um, we could trust. So you arranged something for her. I didn't arrange it, right? But you you but asked, them. "Is this going to be okay?" And I said, "Go uh, ahead and do it." Okay, right? interesting. And this is something that you know, this is my therapist yeah. knew about. We, <sighs> Jesus, talked about it in, in couples counseling, this and that. So oh. this is something. So it happened, right? And it got leaked into the internet, right? Mm -hmm. And now there's these conspiracy theories that she cheated on me oh. and whatnot, right? This is another fucking, this is the most uncomfortable podcast. This is another thing that I was going to not talk about. And now we're talking about But it. why not? Nothing happened. If you're both comfortable, there's nothing to be ashamed about. There's nothing to be ashamed about. Why should people be tired of like, you know, and I hear it every day on online. All right. So he's, <laughs> he knows people are talking about this. So he shouldn't be surprised that I'm talking about it. He knows people are talking about it. He's going to therapy and counseling. I don't know what's going on. I think maybe he's hiding something about himself potentially and so just and and that, so yeah that's, I'm just, that's we just did it but that was right. we just did, fucking did it man right, right. Put it to rest. oh yeah no 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 no. i take it back he's emotional about it he's emotional about it he knows he's in the not power position you can see now he's he, it upsets him if you're both comfortable there's nothing to I'm be ashamed totally about with it, but yeah. there's yeah. nothing and, to be ashamed about why I'm should people tired of like you know and i yeah he crying on the inside he crying on the inside he gonna snap he definitely gonna snap he's 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 i take it back he is emotionally attached to this woman and um he has no other way to keep her but to go here that's i'm this is what i'm diagnosing here hear it every day on online so just this, the, so yeah that's i'm just that's we just did it but that was right. we just fucking did it man right, right. Put it to rest. confirm oh, this was happening up until recently up until very recently oh, okay right? okay so, interesting um, you know, yeah, he he tearing up here. He's 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 tearing up. Yeah, he's he. That's the only way he can keep her, and probably has to do with his performance. Could be with in the bedroom. So it's a, here's the here's. Uh, all right, here we go. Yeah, yeah, he gone. Bobby, let me just say okay, what I have to fucking say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he gone. I want to look in the fucking mirror and uh, in the yeah, mirror. Yeah, look in the mirror. Yeah, 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 yeah. That 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 convert. That's the confirmation right there. That right there, <laughs> that definitely is the confirmation right there. He, he loves her, and that's the only way he can keep her. Allegedly, people are saying they broke up um, and all of this stuff. I think, and I said right here, who will accept it first? Uh, these open relationships being the norm and people, women saying, no, we would never do anything like that. But the fact is, men will accept it. And as long as men accept it, uh, based on Briefold's law, women might pitch it. But um, even if they don't pitch it, he might say, well, why don't you go get you something? And then women are like, okay, I'll go in to get me a sugar daddy. I'll go into Dubai. I'll go in to do whatever I need to do. I'll go to get the guy. And then I'll come back to you and it's all love.
man, what a world that we live in, man. New, 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 new world this is going to be the future. All right. And some of you guys worried about weren't paying for women dates, women's dates. Forget about it. That's going to be so irrelevant in five to 10 years. You're going to be behind. You're going to be behind the eight ball. All right. There's going to be a lot of men that grow up generation Z that grow up and they're going to have their girls doing this. No problem. No problem. All right. Where are we at here? Um, let me see if I can say your name. I can't. And I didn't say your name last time. So that was the guy that had the girlfriend of five years and he said, I'm outie. All right. And the parasite is like, no, don't leave me. Don't leave me. Leave me. Leave me. Don't go. Don't go. Shout out to Raphael Reyes. He says, I believe examples of the Menosphere groups are PUA equals Hutch from Starsky and Hutch. Incels equals McLovin from Superbad and MGTOW equals Batman. Interesting. That could be a good one. I like that. I like that. And then, yeah, okay, so they attach to certain certain people. Uh, I, I suppose so. Yeah, thank you for, for sharing that one. All right. Still double booked. Oh, no. All right. Oh, or, oh, yes. <laughs> Who is this right here? It is Newski in the building. He says, I had one girl on Seeking I really liked, but every time I tried to close, wait, tried to close, she said, next time. So I told her I'm done. And she texted me a long paragraph of how her ex gave her herpes. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, one of the things I want guys to understand, Newski. Hey, bro, uh, you bring up a good point. I want you guys to understand many times a woman turns you down for sex. It's not because she's trying to maintain her purity or she's trying to string you along. I'm going to give you a, a, a probably five examples of why a woman will turn you down for sex. Um, number one, she forgot to shave. She forgot to shave that monkey. All right. Pretty simple. But for you, you're like, I don't care what that monkey look like. <laughs> number two, she's on a rag or she's on her period. That's a legit reason. But she's stringing you out. She came over for dinner. Uh, she let you take her out. Then she said, um, I'll, I'll see you next week. She's on her period. Number three, she just came straight from work to your place. Now, I don't know if you guys know. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know. That thing be boiling, festering. You know, it'd be a hot day in the summer. And, you know, when you come home for work, you go in and wash your crack and your nuts and all of that stuff. And you put your cologne on and you put your lotion on and you out there smelling good, good. But not her. She came straight from work to your crib. Now, what you want to do is you never want to meet a woman that you're trying to have relations with that came right from work to your place. You never want to be that guy. Do not be that guy because that thing be marinating all day. And if she was late to work that day, she ain't jumping in the shower to the previous morning. Nope. So when she come, when she come on over and you get hot and heavy and you start petting it, boy, oh boy, you're going to be like, so, so, so functified. So you glad she didn't give you that thing. And she might be on number, she might be, uh, ain't shaved that thing at. All right, so you glad she didn't give you that thing because she would have opened it up. It would have been like, woo. All right, reason number four, she didn't give you that big sleeve. She wanted to give it to you, but reason number four, she got an STD. She got an STD, and she didn't take you on date number one, two, and three, and she might have got a flare-up. 
Many times she might be waiting to get her test back. Many times she might be um she might be stressed out and stress induces a flare up when you got the uh the almond joy, when you got the little mounds and the the rice krispies down there. All right, so she might say, "Hey, you know what? I I had a flare up and I I got to let you know." Or she's waiting to tell you, you know, in reason number 5 that she didn't give you that thing. Right? <laughs> reason number 5 she didn't give you that thing. Is um damn, I had it right in my head, but I don't forgot it. Reason number five, she didn't give you that thing. Damn, it was sitting right on my head. And I said I was gonna remember it. I was as I, I was telling you the story. Um, oh, oh, reason here it is right here. Reason number five is her ex is still in the picture. So her previous guy is still beating it up raw. Now, this causes a problem in her thinking. So she's yeah, so she leaking Chad and Tyrone. So she already just she might have just gave it up before you met her. Or met her that day, or she planned on giving it up after she meets you for dinner. So right now, somebody's still stroking it. And uh, the fact that they're still stroking it gives her a problem because she's like, I can't stroke two dudes in one night. Now, many women can if they have to, but many women don't want to do that. Right. They'll just be like, I'll meet you for the date. I'll pat you on the head. Nine o'clock. I'll go get stroked by my ex. The ex is still in the picture. So, um. If it does lead up in that and she has to do it, okay, all right, uh, put the condom on, right? So that's the five reasons why she didn't give it to you. And a lot of guys, somebody said she already pregnant. Um, the, a lot of you guys think that she's withholding it from you, that she's being approved or she's trying to, she's not. There's the, one of those five reasons are it. And then the sixth reason is, you know, she's trying to string you along. All right, but that's probably the least of the reasons why she's not giving it. <laughs> Everybody understand. That's what's going on. All right, and this is when she don't give it to you. You're like, what did I do wrong? And how come you're not having relations with me? It's one of those reasons. Plus, maybe she's stringing you along. He said, but what that mouth do? Anyway, yeah, the other reason she's getting free attention, validation, drinks. Yeah, that all plays a part, but a lot of guys discount the other things, the other reasons, right? She didn't shave. She on the uh, she on the rag. She um, she got the itchy scratchy. X is still in the picture or she just came home from work and it's, that thing been marinating. She didn't take a shower. And she know. She know that thing going to be funk, funking up the room. Anyway, who are you, what are we doing over here? And the ladies are listening to me like this. Damn, this dude know too much. How you know so much? I've been around. Ladies, tell me I'm right. Tell me I'm right. And she didn't put no all of it. It's not me, it's you. Uh, that's a lady in here. Uh, she didn't she didn't put no lotion on her legs. So it is what it is. Let's see here. Uh uh, Vans, you got a lot. He says, Coach, have you noticed that women have no problem performing in bed for some money? Yeah. Yeah. He says, but when you commit long-term and marry them, they don't want to perform. Yes. And he says, shows you that they are more compliant to working for money than being a wife? No, not necessarily. They're doing it for need. It's not that they do it for the joy of money. It's that they're bad budgeting, so they need the money. They're doing it for a need, just like they have sex with their husband. It's for a need, not many times, not not all the time, but many times. He says, just like at their job. He says, and I emailed you some voice recordings for business ideas and sound effects in case you missed it. 
Apparently, the CDCs are reporting that kids born with the mysterious virus, they're attacking them. And he says, seems like the, I'm not going into all that. And he says, thank you for keeping me afloat for the last couple months. You saved me and put food on the table for myself and father. So big up, brother. Shout out to uh, Vance. He is the timestamp guy. All right. Appreciate you, man. And thank you for putting in work on the timestamps. All right. Um, SAU says, coach, this decline in dating and economics is fast paced. If a man can adapt to this, you will be in the top 10%. And this is the time to adapt. Guys, develop your plan to be wealthy in the next three, four, five years. Not all of us are going to be that, but develop your plan to be wealthy in the next three to four, five years, and it starts today. Don't wait till the economy turns around. You need to have a plan now so that when the economy turns around, you're on your way. And he says, you'll be in the top 10% if you can adapt. People don't want to do work no more. He says, but for me, I see an opportunity. Absolutely. There's some lazy ass people. I would say there were already lazy people, but about 30% more people got lazy during the lockdowns and the quarantines in the pan. Absolutely. People don't want to work no more. Uh, they conditioned you guys to do very minimal. Uh, they fed you guys. They gave you unenjoyment checks. They gave you PPP loans. They gave you Netflix. They gave you Kevin Samuels. They gave you every damn thing. And now you guys don't want to get back to work. And he says, I've seen gorgeous women with smelly peace leaves. This is an automatic turnoff, specifically as they age to 30 plus, they can't hide the smell, even if they have good hygiene. Uh, that's one of the fantasies that you guys got to understand. You guys are thinking pretty women don't have that smelly box. <laughs> and ladies, don't mad, don't get don't don't get insecure. Um, don't get insecure about this. It's all smelly. I don't care how pretty her face is. This is one of the things you'll have to come up with. You guys think fireworks and roses and potpourri is going to be down there. <laughs> you guys waiting. Oh, I'm going to get a beautiful woman. And then you get the box and it'd be functified too. It'd be functified like the old big gordita. You're like, what? That's a really throw off. That's a really throw off. You're like, damn, I thought you were going to smell like flowers and, and uh, summer's eve down there. Nope. If you beat it up, it's going to stink like everybody's. <laughs> and you're going to look at her. Hmm. You got a pretty face. But Lord, it's a weird thing. Oh man, we got uh, we got a lot of cash. I got to get to the cash apps. I've been slipping on you, cash app brothers here. Uh, Christian says, "Do you believe a nuclear war is coming?" No, we're not that stupid. But we're gonna have an economic war. Absolutely, we've been in an economic war for I don't even know how long. Um, we have a strategic war with um. What is the what is the what is the next what is the group over there? There's India, South America, um, India, China, China, and um, there's another one, Russia. They're battling right now and to create the their own new. We talked about this, the new world order economy, the new economic war. Uh, BRICS is it BRICS? Yeah, is it Brazil, Russia? India, China, and who is S? Iran? The BRICS nations. Guys, do, do, they're, they're positioning themselves. I know you Americans don't see this coming. <laughs> Americans are some of the most arrogant. We haven't even been in power for 100 years economically. I mean, you guys are so retarded. South Africa, thank you. South Africa. You guys 
haven't even we haven't as a country been the top um economy for barely a hundred years. You guys think it's gonna keep going. The dollar will never collapse. The dollar will always be at the top. I'm telling I'm telling you right now, they're positioning for that to change. And with that being said, if they attempt it, it's going to be enough. It's going to be enough. If they attempt to get that to change, that's going to create an economic nuclear fallout. Okay? So it might not be that everybody pushes the button on each other. I don't see that, but you, you never know. But what I'm saying is economically, they're trying to shift it. I did a stream on this not too long ago. And everybody, there were some people here. Now the dollar is just too powerful. It'll be, you guys don't realize they're they're shifting the, they're shifting this. And I don't think this, these sanctions that Russia and the United States have against each other, I don't think that's gonna help. It's not gonna help. So they're they're shifting it, and it's gonna cause at least a little economic turmoil in the war in, in the world for the world's economy. If they do that, man, you got some problems, man. We're gonna have some problems on our hands. So shout out to you for that one. Um, Mr. Chalmers says, F that legacy and F them kids too. <laughs> He's like, bye-bye kids. Good thing I have good relations with, you know, one and a half of my kids, you know, so I'm having, to, I'm still able to communicate through the process and tell them what's going on and tell them the positions, you know, luckily they're old enough and it is what it is. Shout out to Mr. Olympus. He says, at this point, you better off at the junior college and, and no scenario is perfect. So what I do is not what I suggest. I'm just telling you what's available. And I'm not saying it's perfect. There's things that I don't like about it. There's things that frustrate me, but I would rather have that than the alternative. I would rather have that than cohabitation. I would rather have that than a woman getting lazy on me. I would rather have that than to date women 40 plus. I would, I would rather do that than to date soggy older women. Strong and independent women, power couple women, women that are going to encroach. I would rather have the frustration that I have over here than over there. It's cheaper. It's faster. It gets right to the point. I can focus on my life, focus on my career. I don't have any distractions or I have very little distractions. I'd rather just, but it's not perfect. It might not even work out for you. So be careful, make your choice. But, but what I will say is I'm one of the guys that have played every level of the female spectrum. Some guys have played none and are out here broke dating and you're banging pogs and you're coming back over here talking about, no, nah, don't do that. Bang these pogs. <laughs> As if you're winning. And I'm just going to tell you, not many of you guys are banging hot chicks. I'm going to, we need to stop the bullshit. You're banging leftover, ran through, sometimes STD infested, pogs, smudge sharks, Gap tooth smile, bow legged, snaggle tooth, uh, <laughs> cock eyed. That's what you're doing. Don't tell me you're not, because statistically, that's not the case. You're, <laughs> and even the hot, yeah, somebody says hot girls are overrated. Even let's just say you're banging hot chicks, even they are overrated to an extent. Y'all doing, I guarantee you, you simping way too much when it comes to hot chicks. All right. So, um, you, if you're banging hot chicks and you're tossing them back to the streets, I don't even know how that's possible. You got the, these girls already done sold themselves 15 times over hot chicks. And by the time you get them and that's you. All right. Here's the bell shaped curve of attractiveness. 
So do what you can, but don't try to fool me that you're banging all hot girls. And I don't understand why you you be at the junior college when you could get all these hot chicks. All what hot chicks? All what hot chicks? What do you mean? What what hot chicks are you talking about? You talking about this particular segment? Take a look at this graph. The level, the amount of hot chicks is small. <laughs> There's not that many. So if y'all all running around here banging them and putting them back in the street and y'all creating all of these SLUTs and y'all out here whoremongering and then complaining that these girls are 304s, make it make sense. Make it make sense. There's no way y'all all getting the hot ones because there's not that many to begin with. And the ones that are hot either are models or on seeking or on OnlyFans. So you're not banging them. So who are you banging? This segment right over here. If you got a rotation and you pumping and dumping them, this is who you banging right here. Right here. Five, six, and maybe a couple of sevens. Five, six, and maybe a couple of sevens. Every now and then you'll creep and get seven and eight. And then put your ass back right over here where the majority is. Five, six, seven. Then you creep over. You get a seven, eight. Then your ass back over here. All right. Stop the bull cap. That's what we're going to call it now. Bull cap. With that being said, if you're going to pat yourself on the back on that one, congratulations. It's an L. It's not a win. It's definitely a loss. But I don't pay, though. Yes, you are. You paying because you're you're lowering your dignity and act like you're performing great out here in this field and lying to yourself. Yes, you are paying. You are paying. You're paying with your damn dignity. <laughs> your pride suffering because you out here telling us you're winning and you're losing, banging 46-year-old chicks. You paying because that's where you, that's where your lane is. So anyway, it's bullcap. And I know this, and I can tell you this as a mature man. They hate me, dude. They be like, oh, I'm going to find a way to show coach up. All right, Jones G, dudes must be suffering from micro penis pause. I didn't want to say it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Junior says, CGA, I ain't no, he says, I ain't no older woman was just as, as he says, I ain't no older woman was just as delusional as modern 304s. Yeah. Even older women are out here talking about spoil me and I don't need to, you. I can't stand it. You see a woman 35 and up and she's like, nah, a man need to do this and a man need to do that. You're like, oh, my God. Jose V. North Korea sending 1,000. I'm sorry, 100,000 soldiers to Ukraine to help Putin. Well, this Joe Biden character and I'll start with Venmo on the next one. This Joe Biden character's got problems on his hands. He's got major problems. And I don't know if you know, you know, whatever you want to say about Trump, he put a squash to all of these countries. And yeah, he went over there and glad handed and all that shit. But he actually was not nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize because he stopped this bullshit right here. The problems we're having today, he put a stop to all of this. And everybody want to say, well, 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 well. But he didn't prevent because let's just say this. What we're doing now is this is going to change the tide of the rest of the world, history of the world. Right now, we're we're living in history right now. So Donald Trump was, he knew enough to know, but then when they went over there, he's Putin, he's got Putin in his back pocket. He's got, he's over there shaking hands with the North Korea guy. He's over here making all of these people in NATO pay their bills. You know why? Because he knew this was going to happen. 
look at where we're at. <laughs> if you guys think this is a win, we got him out of there and Trump was a no good loser. He literally was nominated for the World uh, Nobel Peace Prize because he was preventing this right here. And now Biden mismanaged it altogether. Start with Afghanistan. I know we're bringing political here. He, he mismanaged Afghanistan. He mismanaged North Korea. He mismanaged Russia. He mismanaged Ukraine. He mismanaged China. And this is going to change the history of the world forever. Forever. New, 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 new world order. And now North Korea putting in? Bruh. This has changed the dynamics of the world forever. But have fun doing Biden. Uh, let me see here. Shout out to Ruben Flores. Sorry out to you. Sorry. He says, you're the real MVP. Keep preaching in the spirit of Elijah. You're saving my, he says, you're saving lives, my brother, starting with my kids. Thank you. And shout out to your kids. Appreciate you, man. Somebody says, Iran too? Mismanage it. And they over there trying to shoot down Nancy Pelosi, bruh. China put in sanctions for Nancy Pelosi going over to Taiwan. Dude, we are living in a world that's going to change drastically. It changed drastically. It ain't even been two years since he's been in there. And we've been changed. Everything we knew as real has turned upside down. And uh, enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> so anyway, somebody says don't. He says, yeah, he says, don't mind bring political. I don't. He says, Kate, for Republicans. I'm actually not a Republican. People think I'm a Republican. I'm not a Republican. All right. I'm not caping for them. As a matter of fact, I, many of the Republicans, I don't lean towards either. I kind of look at them kind of sideways, too. I'll be like, I'm not a Republican. I definitely like Trump, though. I thought he was the guy. All right. I was like, he he's kicking ass and taking name because he runs business like I would run business. I'd be like, I would run business like that, too. Yeah, Thanos, they ass. But if you want to know, the Republicans made a deal with the devil with Trump. They actually had to go with him. He wasn't really a Republican. So if you want to know, Trump was not a Republican. He used the Republican Party to get to that position. And the Republicans had to make a deal with the devil once they realized he was going to win. So everybody has to understand that I'm not a Republican. So anyway, I can really care less about most of the rest of the Republicans. So I don't really care. I think they're spineless and weak. So if you really want to know, I think the Republican Party is spineless and weak. Up and down. All right. There's a few of them that stand out, DeSantis and all of those guys. The rest of them, like, what's that one guy? What's that one Republican um, uh, that I don't trust as far as I can throw his ass? Uh, Paul, he was from Wisconsin. Paul something. God shining this light. See, you know, I'm speaking truth now. I'm having a moment. Paul Ryan, Mitch McConnell. Yeah, Mitt Romney. Uh, 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 yeah, them, them, them Republicans right there. I don't want nothing to do with them. <laughs> All right. I couldn't trust that guy as far as I can throw. him. So, again, I'm just letting you guys know, man, I just. I just, it's not that I lean to one party or the other. We're having a moment. I, those guys are just as despicable as the most of these other guys. So anyway. Um, where are we at here? Let's get to the main event. It only took an hour and 30 minutes. Tell timestamp game 
gang. Hey, 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 Avery, after the show, just put that timestamp in just so they can get to this point. Uh, we got right here, Tech Lead. We won't take too long on this one. Tech Lead, we'll play a little bit of his video. You guys know Tech Lead as the guy who was the millionaire, and now all of his videos are tagged as a millionaire. Uh, this is Tech Lead right here. We actually did a video on him, several videos on him. He was a millionaire, uh, I think a tech, tech, um, a tech guy in Silicon Valley. His wife up and left his ass with a Dear John letter and um, took the kid to Japan, and he lost in his divorce. He got his clock clean in child support, and his kid is gone. And so recently, as early as the last few days, he went to Japan to go find his son. And uh, he went over there to find his son, and he found out that people were harboring his son against him. The monster-in-law, the monster, the 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 wife's family, and all of that stuff. And they, she also had false, she she false allegated the guy said he was abusing the child, and so forth and so on. He was a Google exec, yeah, and he got fired from Google. He got fired for Google. And all of that stuff. He's made several videos on this. If you want to go check him out, he has millions of subscribers. By the way, he does sell in his videos. So just know that. You're going to see a commercial and a couple of things that he sells midway through the video. So sometimes you got to really figure out what he's doing. I mean, he's got involved in some crypto thing that people will call him a scammer and whatnot. But that's not that's neither here or there. Let's talk about this video. Hey, guys, I was just arrested. Yeah, I was arrested. Okay, sorry about him. He has a dry sense of humor as well, so sometimes you don't know whether he's joking or telling the truth, unfortunately. Continuing. Hey, guys, I was just arrested. Yeah, I was arrested in Japan. One of the scariest moments of my life. I didn't even know if I was going to make it out of that police cell, actually. And there was... Fair use to this one. We're going to invoke our fair use privileges on this one, Tech Lee. Thank you for letting us share this story to the men who need to hear this story. But uh, yeah, uh, just so you know, Tech Lee... Fair use on this one. And I'll say right there, excerpts of copyrighted material may under circumstances and you know the rest. All right. So technically we're back on your story here. Thank you. Let's pop it back up. There's even this police chase. So at one point I was running onto incoming traffic. There were five policemen running after me, screaming at me to stop. And I just kept trying to run as fast as I could. My phone fell out of my pocket and you know how adrenaline I didn't know this, but adrenaline makes your legs start shaking. They become weak and soft. And I knew I wasn't going to make it. My legs started to give up on me. And at that point, I just collapsed onto the pavement. The policeman jumped onto me, tackled me down, and just held me down, took me into a holding cell. Okay. He's being treated like a common thief, criminal, and crook, all because, I don't know, he wants to be with his son. So this is common. This is in Japan. But obviously, this happens in America as well. Uh, police are used to you uh, use against you as a threat continue where i was then interrogated for hours really so let me rewind and explain how this all happened so you know how in my last video i explained i came to japan to try to find my son who i hadn't seen for over a year so i've been kind of going around the neighborhoods to see you know like where is he right what's the situation is he even alive is he okay and this was really even against my own better judgment. I didn't even want to be there. I don't even want to be in Japan. You think I want to be here? I'd rather be out there living my own life, but. I want to be in Japan. I want to be in Japan. I need me a couple of them Japanese women here. Anybody? <laughs> anyway, continuing here. You know, the day prior, actually, I had run into the grandmother of the kid, right? I was kind of in that same neighborhood. 
And I thought she would be at least kind of happy to see me and she would kind of understand my situation. No. Nope. All right. So there you go. He runs into the family member. He runs into the family member right here. And uh, he thought she would be, hey, you want to see your son? Nope. Immediately, as soon as she saw me, she turned around without saying a word and just walked back. And I said, hey, uh, I haven't seen you in over a year. It's, it's good to see you again. Hey, how's it going? She just totally ignored me and walked away. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to do anything stupid. Uh, get myself arrested. Some crazy heroics. I think I'm just going to walk before I do anything too stupid. Now, many men get put in this situation, right? Because you're like, damn, what can I do? Uh, can I call the police? You, you really don't have anything to go to. You just want to see your kid. Somebody say he got praying lotus. Shame on you. And uh, here it is right here. He just wants to see his kid. And he's like, damn, if I actually press this, then I can go to jail. This is your reality. The grandma just saw me immediately turned around. That's the monster-in-law. That's not the grandma. That's the monster-in-law. And by the way, monster-in-laws fund the um, kidnapping of your kids through the legal system, even here in America, even in Japan. So when you're going through a divorce, it's funded by your mon your monster-in-law, your wife's mother. She's the one that's probably more emotional about the breakup than you. Saw me immediately turned around and just didn't even want to have a conversation, wasn't happy to see me at all. Probably they may they may be in there, but I I just I don't know if I want to get into any crazy heroics right now. Right now, a brother would be emotional. I want to see my kid. I want to see my son. You know what I mean? And all of that BS. All right. And then you get shot up like that dude in Kenosha. And they'd be like, we we need a reason to shoot you. So the next day I thought maybe I should just get out of here. But I had a little bit of time that morning. I decided to return to that premises. And, you know, I had a little lunch over there, just kind of hanging out there by the supermarket. And by the way, it's not like I'm secretly in Japan. I've been trying to contact my ex-wife. She hasn't been replying to anything. Because <laughs> she got that she's got the treasure. She don't have to respond to you. But I guarantee you, if she needed some money and she needed something, all right, she would respond to your ass. But she don't need to respond to you. Last thing I sent her was the night prayer, a photo of all the gifts that I had brought over, some nice expensive creams and beef jerky that she always liked. And he, oh, you tried to sip his way back. Look, I got some Clinique cream for you, for your face and your acne. I got some beef jerky for you. He tried to sip his way back. Hey, I got some gifts. <laughs> her love language ain't gift. It's money. I got money. And you know how she responded to me for that? The next day, she just called the cops on me, didn't even want to talk to Jesus. me, not even have a conversation. And, you know, that never negotiate with terrorists, never negotiate with terrorists, never negotiate with terrorists. She's she's a terrorist in your life. You're trying to negotiate with her moment. When I turned around the corner, I saw the policemen. There were like five policemen with their police vehicle. And then I saw my ex-wife there for the first time in over a year. And. She was there just making her complaints. She took a look at me and it was just, I just felt such disappointment. Like, Jeez. how did it get to this point where there was this person who I at one point loved quite a bit and had all I ever did, I feel, was just show this person as good a life as possible, right? I, oh, there she is right there. He can't show her. He'll get sued. Um, I gave this person everything, took her on trips and everything. And now calling the police on me, not even happy to see me after a year of having not seen me. 
Wow, man. Oh, man. Hey, uh, men, this is what we warn you against. We warn you against this. Oh, my girl will never do that to me. Guys, the heel turn can come, may come. It's more likely to come statistically. And when it does, you're going to look at her and go, everything you did for her will be for nothing, will be for naught, as they say. It will matter none. She's heel turned on you. She is now Paul Orndorff. She is now uh, Seth Rollins. She is now Stone Cold. She is now The Rock to uh, join the Nation of Domination. It's over. She's done with you. And you will not know your wife until you see her in court or with the police. It's like I had crossed the ocean halfway across the world, and it's taken me weeks, months to try to get to this situation, call the cops on this guy. And so instantly, before I even had time to react, the police pointed at me and said, you there, you're the guy, right? Come over here. We want to talk to you. And I said, uh, hey, when you hear that, run. <laughs> don't run. and Don't give them your back, though. Hey, let me talk to you. I don't know what they have in Japan, but we have a constitution in the Bill of Rights. Uh, no, I'm not talking to you. All right, continuing. No, I, I don't want to get involved. I don't understand Japanese, guys. Bye, I'm, I'm leaving, right? I'm, I'm going to just get going. And they start walking towards me. And at that point, I'm pretty much cornered. And, you know, all five of them are coming after me. They're blocking my way. I'm saying, look, I'm just, I'm done here. I'm going back to the train station. They stand right in front of me and block my path. They start getting aggressive, putting their hands on my shoulder. And Yeah, I don't think they have a constitution over there. <laughs> I don't think they have the U.S. What's my bill of rights over here? I'm trying to just maintain some distance and say, Look, if you want to talk, let's just talk here and then I'll go. And they said, no, we want to talk to you in the station. Oh, anytime a police tells you to come to the station, that's your ass. Your ass is grass. Hey, uh, I want to have a conversation with you. Can you come downtown? Your ass is grass. Get in the car and then we'll talk to you there. Now, I had read stories online about certain foreign individuals who come into Japan. Once they get captured by the police into the interrogation cells, some of them even die out there and so i just thought this could be it for me you know me in a foreign country where i didn't know the language or the legal system very well i didn't know my rights and they're going to take me into the cell where nobody not even my family nobody knows where i would have been disappeared or vanished to and it just seemed like a really messy ugly situation and you know out in the distance i thought maybe i could just there's an opening <laughs> and so i thought i'm gonna make a run for it i'm actually going to make a run for this so i just start running and I make a mad dash for it. And then the policemen start yelling at me and say, hey, hey, slow down. Get back here. I don't think they have guns in Japan for the police. Maybe I'm wrong. Somebody can fill me in on that in Japan. We do have a, quite a few people that follow us from Japan over here. Coach gang members. Do the police have firearms in, in, in Japan? They don't. All right. Yeah, I would have. <laughs> I'd have been gone. All right. They wouldn't have caught my ass. They wouldn't have caught without no gun. Oh, man. Yeah, they wouldn't have caught me. They wouldn't have caught my black ass over there. My lungs would have been burning. No gun. Yeah, no, no, no. I wouldn't have said shit. I'm out. He said they got ninjas. <laughs> I don't know if you know, 100 years ago, everybody would be dressed in the emperor's garb. You know what I mean? Like Japan's come a long way in 100 years. All right, do your history. Like, by the time we, I don't know if y'all remember, like, we were in a world war with them, World War II. They literally had the emperor over there. They were very much not very progressive. They were very much not the society that they are right now. They would be up in there 
literally in ninja outfits jumping out. They would have a sword. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't understand how our world has changed so crazy. Like in in less than 100 years. Uh, 80 years ago, they had the emperor and dudes in military garb. Anyway, yeah, it was very old fashioned. What do we call that? I don't mean I don't mean to disrespect them, but it was an imperialistic country. Yes, thank you, Zero Fallout. It, they had an imper- imperialistic country. They didn't have no government like we have that we installed over there allegedly. Continue. And they start running after me as well. And I'm trying to get into the oncoming traffic, trying to find my way out of this scenario because I need to find a place <laughs> to hide. Everybody. Cowboy said them nuke bombs help. Yep. Uh, yeah. When you get nuked twice, that'll make you change real fast. He's coming after me. My legs get soft. Maybe I just haven't exercised in a long enough time. You know, I've been kind of sitting yeah. in the hotel room for the Do past your leg three days. weeks. And Don't skip yeah, leg I, days. I, I didn't make it. I collapsed onto the street. They came down, pinned me down, took me into the police stations and all I can say is at that moment when I was captured, I at least tried to make a joke like, hey, guys, it was good to exercise. At joke? Least, right? No. And so I guess that's the first lesson for you. If you plan to make a run from the police, just make sure that you're in good shape and recognize the effects of adrenaline on just making your legs soft or weak as you're trying to run. But what happened next is they drove. He tried to run. <laughs> he tried to run. It was like. Uh- <laughs> me into this maximum security area with barbed wires steel iron doors and i just thought i could disappear here and nobody would ever know now they actually sat me down and started interrogating me just asking questions what was i even doing there and it turns out my ex-wife she was also taken to the station and they were cross-examining her oh man you know what she started doing over there bro <laughs> the ex-wife came in all right she said, let me put a little game in your ear, police officers. Oh, boy. Story as well. So I just explained the truth. You know, why am I there? You know, I'm concerned just trying to figure out where my son is. And I really have nothing to hide. But I heard that after they spoke to my ex-wife, they came and said, hey, we heard that you're abusive, that you're trying to abuse your child. Like you've been knocking him to the pavement and you've been spraying shower water. And- Wait a minute. He don't even have custody of his son. How is he doing this? He hasn't seen his son in a year. Number one. Like, number two is just not American women, bro. In his eyes. I'm just thinking, no way. Why would I do that? And then I remembered a year ago, I had come by and, you know, my kid was taking a shower. Some shampoo got into his eyes. I did shower his face to try to get the shampoo out of his eyes. And this is what I've been accused of child abuse for. Okay, so, um, yeah, guys, this is an example of, remember, I told you, your girlfriend, let me go full screen on this one just so guys can understand this. Um, What you're going to experience in your relationships is you're going to do things, you know, with your kids. You're going to joke around with them. You might joke around with your dog. Uh, You might joke around with her. And um, she's going to have a different perspective of these events, or she's going to keep a a journal of these events, and she's going to remember and log them. They keep journals. They write stuff down. Even the girl you're with right now, your girl right now, your girlfriend right now that you're saying she's not like that coach, not my girl. She has a journal of things that you've done. Many of the events have been taken out of context. So that's such you might tease your kid and make them laugh or throw them in the air. Maybe you throw them in there. I used to throw my kids in the air, never dropped them. But maybe one time you might drop them and they hurt their little arm. They're going to write it in their log as an abuse scenario, okay? 
It's going to write it in their log as an abuse scenario. So what he was saying was he probably jokingly sprayed, took the shower head. The kid was crying <laughs> and he sprayed the kid in the face. <laughs> he probably laughed. And she says, don't do that, tech lead. And she went back and she wrote it in her journal. I'm telling you, bro, they do this. They do this. If you don't believe me, I don't know what to tell you. All women keep a journal to build cases against you. Maybe you got into a scrap with her. She tried to swing on you. You ducked, um, and she missed, and she fell face first on the pavement. She's going to take pictures of the result of her swinging and missing <laughs> and stumbling to the ground, skinning her face on the hard concrete, and she's going to take pictures. Hey, he abused me, or she's going to fall and hit her wrist. Oh, my wrist. Oh, my wrist. You don't even touch her wrist. But she's going to be in the damn hospital. Oh, my God. Well, no, my husband didn't do anything. But she's going to come home in her journal. Broke my wrist. Taking pictures of it. <clears throat> Guys, if you don't believe me, I don't know what to tell you. But this is what they do. This is what they do. And they do this as a survival instinct. When I say they do these things, it's not to say that they're mean people. But they do it as a survival mode. They're going to need to survive. And if they're going to disconnect from you in any way, they're going to have to gain leverage. You know what I mean? They're going to have to use the courts. They might have to lose the leverage against you. This is how they survive. It's a survival instinct. Look at your girl right now. He says they are evil. I'm not. But but look at your girl right now. Your girl. Think about the girl you have right now in a relationship. Right now, she has five bullet points right now that can sink your ass. She's got birthday cards where you made promises. She's got shit that you said on audio recording. She got detailed information about this, this and that, especially if you effed up. She's got that, bro. Just know it. I found out real fast when I went to divorce court, they brought out all kind of shit. They brought out a birthday. They brought out a card that I sent. They brought out a card that I sent to her parents like seven years prior. See right here, he said in this card, it was a card that I sent them with some money. <laughs> so right here, he said, they brought out a damn card as evidence. I was like, nigga, <laughs> there I am with the end. What the hell? Brought a card out from seven years ago that I sent to their home, bro. Mm. Just understand, this is what they do. He said, Coach Gump. <laughs> and yes, in their notes, in their smartphone, they have these things. So be careful. Where are we at here? The card was in reference to me owing them money. And there was one sentence in there that said, that they said, well, that's acknowledging that he owes us money. That was what the card was. Continuing. Let's see here. You know, another time I was playing tag with him, accidentally bumped into him. He fell to the floor, got a little bruise. It's just a normal, basic scrape. And I'm being accused of child abuse for this. And apparently she had even brought up the allegations of domestic violence she made on me in the U.S. three to four years ago. So three to four years ago, she made these allegations. The case was totally dropped. Nothing came of it. And now she's bringing it back up in Japan, trying to pin me down for DV charges here. So again, again, the chart, the, the event happened three to four years ago and it happened in America. But she's she's 
bringing it up as if it's new in Japan. Okay. Which is, yeah, it's a pretty serious charge. And so fortunately for me, I'm able to speak some Japanese. I was able to explain my side of this story. But if I weren't able to do that, then I mean, the policeman would have just believed whatever my ex-wife was accusing me of and the situation could have turned bad really fast. However, for me, the interrogation turned friendly pretty fast. I mean, pretty soon the policeman and me were just chilling. We were discussing cultural differences, which is better Japanese girls or American girls, which are our favorite animes and how to get a good job. What are the lifestyles in America like? And they even asked me, what do I do for work? I said, well, I'm a programmer, tech lead. Okay, so now he's going to advertise a couple of his services here. Very good, Tech Lead. I, I, I'm not going to play it, but let me skip ahead. This is him advertising his stuff, all right, um, as he transitioned into the story. So that was very good here as a YouTuber. I can appreciate that. And he also is going to advertise. I believe he has some sort of action figure, or I'm not sure what they call this particular action figure that he has that he wants to sell. And he transitioned it beautifully into the story. Continuing. Oh. It's a Gundam. Okay. Or a gunplay. So really one of the most inspiring things I've ever seen in my life. And um, where were we? Oh, yeah. The police interrogation. So after that, I was essentially let free to go. And so they just told me on the way out, number one, if you want to see your kid, go hire a lawyer. That's right. If you want to see your own kid, you need to hire a lawyer. To okay. All right. Here we go right here, guys. This is this is um what we're talking about. So this is common here in America. So you have a custody issue. You feel like you're getting your stuff restricted. And they say, well, just hire a lawyer. <laughs> and you're going, I don't want to hire a lawyer. I can't afford a lawyer. I'm a broke ninja. And also, why would I pay $10,000, $30,000 to get what's rightfully mine? These are my parental rights. She's kidnapping the kid. Why do I have to have a, hire a lawyer? Well, the game don't change, man. It's the same. So a lot of guys don't hire a lawyer. They lose custody of their kids. They lose possession of their kids. They lose their parental rights, and people call them deadbeats. They call them deadbeats. Wow. To be able to see your kid. And of course, the problem being what people fail to consider is because Japan tends to be a single custody country, going to a lawyer, probably not going to be super helpful if you're yep. the father, because they're probably just going to give custody to the mother. Yeah. So a lot of times you spend 10, 20, $30,000 and they just say, well, just let this kid stay with the mom. And you just lost 20, 20 grand. And then the second thing the policeman told me on my way out was, don't threaten to kill this woman. Don't be banging on their door. Don't be ringing their doorbell multiple times. And don't be messaging this person all the time. And I'm just thinking, I never made any threat to this person. I never banged on their door once. I never ringed on their doorbells. Like, these are just false claims, just totally made up. As for messaging this person, I'm just trying to find out where my kid is. And the most I send messages is maybe one or two messages every few days. Guys, they, they, they one or, okay, a woman's going to consider that harassment. So, and they can't take you in. Oh, by the way, every text message you sent your girl, she screenshotted that shit. And she's got a photo file that says screen, that, that has screenshots of all your messages. Do, do you guys, you, you don't believe me? You guys worry about who they're DMing. You need to worry about what you say to them over text, okay? Because she screenshotted it. It is screenshotted. 
So yes, if you message your ex-wife one or two times, that's going to be harassment. One or two times a day, it's going to be harassment. So be careful with that one. I would tell you, I would tell you um, not to do that because they're going to screenshot it. Sometimes they'll bait you in and want to have a conversation with you. If they're suing you or you're in court in a custody battle, you're going to child support and they encourage you to email or text or talk on the phone, do not do it. Just wait till you get to court. File all your paperwork. Say, I'm not going to discuss anything unless a mediator's here. We'll see you when we get to court. Do not do it. She's going to record you on phone. She's going to record your voice. She's going to screenshot your text messages, and she's going to save your emails. Do not talk to them. I'm giving you game here. Leave their ass alone until you go to your hearing. All right, continuing. Right, so, like, it's, it's not much at all here, okay? But... It's just surprising that the policeman just, everybody's just playing to the victim, right? Whoever's screaming victim, there's this poor woman crying victim. This woman knows the game, right? Like my ex-wife, she's played this game multiple times. This is the third or fourth time she's caught the police on me. She's done this whole domestic violence, false allegation game in the U.S. I mean, I'm not here for any trouble at all. I'm actually a very peaceful person. I mean, just, just look at me. I'm a nerd. <laughs> He's like, look at me. I wouldn't hurt a fly. I don't know, man. Some of these dudes be dangerous. So I wouldn't say he is. But what I'm saying is sometimes the people that be chopping my bodies be looking crazy. All right. They look like these dudes burying them in the desert. They be like, I chopped her up, drove 3000 miles, buried her here. Like, what the hell? So anyway. Okay. And if anything, I'm just getting too old for this. I should be sitting on the patio having a coffee with the most physical exertion mowing my lawn. And yet, instead, here I am on this epic police chase, running across highways from five policemen as an international fugitive. I did not ask for any of this. Now, here's my question for you, though. Do you think it's a beta move to be running from the police, or is it more of an alpha thing? Because <laughs> Oh, man, this is a beta move, oh, man, uh, to running from the police. Let's listen to his logic here. Because I feel like... I feel like the beta males would be more compliant, and yet for alpha males, this is just way too much work. So which is it? Does it make me a higher status male? Am I more attractive running from the police? Man, my man, is this what you worried about? Oh, my God. Um, He worried about holding masculine frame. He worried about holding masculine frame. What you need to do is move on with your damn life. Your kid is gone. Your seed is gone. Uh, The fight is over. You, you got too many things in front of you. You you need to just move on with your life. All right, go hire you a couple people. You got enough money to hire some people. You. And, you know, I just have to say, you guys, this was this whole thing was your stupid idea, right? Oh. I was reading the comments. You guys kept egging me onto this saying, uh -oh. don't give up, keep trying. You got to do everything you can. Go be super dead. You know, oh, he blamed it. <laughs> I love it. He was like, this is y'all's idea. Y'all told me to hold masculine frame. Y'all told me to go cold approach these hoes. Y'all told me to fight for my damn kids. I told you to wash your damn hands of them kids. I told you to F them kids. I told you to not hire no attorney and waste your time on them kids. I didn't tell them to go fight. I told them to F them kids. I told them you ain't going to do nothing but lose some money. This whole thing was your stupid idea, oh. right? I was reading the comments. You guys kept egging me onto this saying, don't oh, give no. up, keep trying. You got to do everything you can. Go be super dead. Uh -oh. You know, me with my success mindset, I was like, hey, life is too short not to enjoy. Why don't I focus on my own path in this yeah. practice of stoicism? And just Yeah, I told you the free agent lifestyle, Sean. Don't be blaming me, Sean. I said free agent lifestyle. 
control what I can in my life and not worry about the things I can't control. But you guys kept telling me I'm a beta male for doing this. Uh-oh. But at least we have one thing now, which is a sense of closure. And from that perspective, maybe I got what I wanted out of this Japan adventure, which is a sense of closure that I did everything I could within my power. And I tried, right? Like there's no longer this lingering feeling that maybe as a father, I should be doing more that. Yeah. Like, do you think I even want to be here? Yep. Uh, be here. I don't know what you're talking about there, but now he knows there's no hope. All right. Hope is gone. Hope is not a strategy. He knows it's over. He went, he went, he went, I don't know how many thousand miles away. And he realized it was just as big as a roadblock over there. He knows it's over. Now he can move on. It says, I got arrested as a millionaire. It's over. I hope you don't end it. Don't do that. But go live your life, man. No, not really. I've got a bunch of other better things I could be doing with yeah. my life. It is out of a free agent, free agent lifestyle. Sense of moral duty and obligation as a parent that I'm here. I didn't want my kid growing up one day asking me, well, why didn't you ever come visit Japan? Why didn't you try to visit me? I came, I tried, I did everything I could. The police came after me. I was thrown into jail. We had this epic police chase. That's the story I will tell. I think the whole system has just become so betatized because nobody seems to want to help me see this kid. Like the teacher's not helping. The attorneys aren't helping. The policemen aren't helping. The grandmother doesn't help. The mother's like, nobody really wants this kid to see his father. Everybody's saying, you know what? This kid doesn't need a father. That The whole society is taking on this viewpoint. And I don't know if I'm the person to change this whole entire system. The most I can do is raise some awareness for the importance of fathers and kids' lives. But that'll do for me. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, shout out to Tech Lee for this one. He's coming to a great epiphany here, realization of what he's up against right now. He has no hope. All right. He can just hope maybe the son realizes, um, doesn't get manipulated and realizes that he needs his dad in his life. Other than that, he hasn't. It's it's over for him. It's, it's over for him in that aspect. All he has to wait until is his t- son's 27 and he comes along. That's it. Shout out to him. Thank you for that. Let's read all the super chats. Appreciate y'all over there. We'll start with Venmo because I'm behind. Shout out to Ruben Flores. He says, I'm the real MVP. Appreciate you. Keep preaching in the spirit of Elijah. He says, you're saving my lives. My brother started with my kids. And I read that one already. Appreciate you, man. Ed, Ed and Eddie is in the building. He says, I had a single mother that was behind on her phone bill by 50 bucks. He said, she told me she forgot to pay it. So she wanted me to pay it in exchange for her peace leave. You're spot on coach. Yep. They're like that, man. They're like that, man. I'm telling you, ladies, are you watching me right now? Are you current on your bills as for your July bills going into August? Nope. You about a couple of dollars short. And if you want to come over to see the coach, let me know. Uh, Show me the feet first. Shout out to Adam bomb in the building. Adam says it's about time. You got Venmo. Here's some of my back child support and a co-sponsorship, man. He says, thanks for everything. Man, shout out to the shout out to you. Yeah, we got that Venmo game over here because PayPal was bugging. Uh, Alejandro is in the building. He says, second one, give me full access. No problem. Second one gave me full access. That's the guy with the two baby moms. The second one, get but but the kid is still young, right? Right? Uh, My man Julian W says, coach, you should check out the Boris Becker story. He was on the move, but it caught up with him and now he's serving two years was this related to custody i know i just saw something recently that he had a documentary out or something like that i saw that but i didn't really tap in so i'm gonna check it in i'm gonna check it out no government name says my asian brother is a broken man he was touched in the wrong places as a kid 
She is a leech that has taken advantage of his brokenness. Dude is, but dude is too talented to be with her. Um, so shout out to your Asian brother. And it's odd that we feature two Asian men. This wasn't not, this was by coincidence. Uh, so we now, now we know that these guys have had some issues as well with their women. It's not just the straggle and the sniggles and the, the, the um, Ku Klux Keishas and the Tatan Alishas. And it's not just the white liberal women and the mud sharks and all of these girls. It's, it's going around rampant. And by the way, um, shout out to you on that one. Um, he was touched up and down, unfortunately, as a kid. Many people don't talk about men like that, right? Our issues there. Eugene Morgan, remember how you felt as a kid when your favorite show went off? He said, you just be waiting for the next episode. That's how I feel when the coach's streams go off. All right, man, shout out to you. Oh, man, if you've caught up on all my streams, man, how many people have caught up on all of my streams? All right, that got to be impossible. Mission impossible. El Jefe, isn't it kind of an option? to have kids in other countries while living in the U.S. Um, he says, CGA is right. Why is he complaining? Move on, brother. Move on. Next. Uh, on to the next. Hey, right, guys, I don't think, honestly, in my honest opinion, it was, this is how I think about it, all right? This could, and this is a feeling. In our culture, we've we've made men be more parental than we've ever been. And as such, we get an attachment to our kids in a way that previously men haven't had attachments, meaning mom probably stayed at home or had more contact with the kids and men didn't have to do what we do now. Now you see, uh, like, let's just say in the 1980s, you wouldn't see a dad with the baby sling. You know what I mean? With the kid and, and baby in it, you barely would have dads changing diapers you know what i mean like dads back then would be like i ain't changing no diapers nah change the diapers men wouldn't get up at two in the morning if the baby was crying but i'm not saying that's bad that we changed to that but what i'm saying is now that we've changed to that now courts are going well the dad's just as much a responsible parent as the mom and the mom has now done what well you raise them or i'm focusing on my career or you got to do more you got to breastfeed the damn kid you raise the kids and take time off of work so men have been more involved with the kids thus getting more emotionally attached however the loss haven't caught up 100 however women will say i was focusing on my career but then when you break up she says well i was a stay-at-home mom and i raised the kids he shouldn't have the kids the problem is the parents are both equally responsible in the raising. Then they want to go back to tradition. I get the kids. No, I think the dad should get the kids 100% or have 50-50 custody right off the rip. Let him decide if he wants less. But they can't go back and forth with, I'm an independent, strong and independent woman and I have a career. And you raise the kid and then go back to, no, he doesn't get the kid. It's actually crazy what we're doing to our culture and of course, women play both sides of the fence. One minute they want to be out there working, and then when they get divorced, they want to claim that they need alimony and child support. What are we doing, man? This is getting insane. One minute they're saying you need to wake up and, and change the diapers and feed the kid at 2.30 in the morning and pick up the kid from school, drop them off from school, uh, take them, be, volunteer, coach their team, but then when it's time to divorce, they want to keep the kid from you. Nope, you can't get the kid. I'm the mom. Nah, man. Nah, it don't work that way. So now men are being a part of the kids' lives because culture has changed. And I think um, until that catches up in the legal system, 
you're going to have a problem because now when the kid leaves, you're left with nothing. When the kid is taken from your life, your whole life is going to feel incomplete. When before, if the wife took the kids, you was like, I wasn't seeing them damn kids anyway. Have a nice day. Here's some alimony and child support. And you was like, kiss my ass. I'm going to go fornicate with the secretary. You see what I mean? Because the dad didn't have that much of emotional connection. He wasn't seeing the kids anyway. He never changed the diapers. He never did anything. He let he let the wife do everything. And she had the kids. He was like, okay, go on and take them. Shit, I didn't see them anyway. <laughs> it was better for him. Good. I got my own apartment. I don't have to listen to them kids cry. Just tell me how the kids are doing. Which way do you want, ladies? Which way do you want? You can't have it both ways. All right. Are we done over on Venmo? Yes, I think we are. So we're going to go over to PayPal. Y'all been getting, y'all ain't been getting no love for the show. I got to sign in though. Sign in. I'm still double booked at the moment, if you wanted to know. <laughs> so I'm still figuring it out. Oh man. Shout out to Pro Mansplainer. He says, Coach, I have a close many a near miss by requesting we take showers, strip down naked in the flesh. While she is fully clothed, then playfully invited her into the shower. It never fails. He says, wash each other's parts uh, with hugging, sm smothering, and chalking. I don't know what that means. Then leave her to finish up. Me dry off, pull the sheets back, and then put on some Marvin Gaye, some Barry, uh, Barry, Barry White, and some Luther. But, yeah, I hear what you're saying, Pro Mansplainer, because that's going to that's going to get over the fact that she's um, marinating so you're right on that one if you know you know be like hey let's jump in the shower real quick and she'd be like oh good yeah because women be needing showers bro <laughs> they be needing to get in that shower uh wash up first uh wisdom vision has something to say here he says men continue to support this dating market and settle for unacceptable behavior not only unacceptable behavior but women be out here looking like mastodons now and that's because you got a fetish for them you got a fetish for them and you never check them. And then you complain about it. Well, you guys are big. These women are this and that. Well, you guys keep sleeping with them. But shout out to you. If you if you don't, if you're sleeping with big women and complaining about it, you're part of the problem. Just fess up. If you're talking about women being big and you're sleeping with them, you're part of the problem. If you're accepting unacceptable behavior and you're keeping to take women out on date, it's not their fault. It's your fault. And he says it's absolute clown world. It is the same reason the womenist agenda continues to be successfully shoved into video games, films, and other pop culture. Men keep complaining about these industries, but then continue to financially support them. Exactly. I'm hearing people complain about every Marvel movie, and yet you keep going to see it. He says, instead of walking away, if you want to stop so, uh, the supplier from screwing you, then starve them with financial uh, their finances and resources until things change. No compromise. Monk mode is the best card. You Generation Z dudes have in your deck until you can hopefully get your ish together. Vote with your wallet and vote with your salami. Pause and remain a debt or remain a debt slave to peace leave. And it's baby daddy, the government. Shout out to you for that one. Very, very well written. You guys complain about women's attitudes and then you still be trying to date them. I took her out first, second, third date. I'm like, and then still be, I don't pay. And these girls, I took her out to Starbucks. It's your fault. Shout out to John. 
Wynn in the building. We're going to call you John Wynn. John Wynn. John Wynn's in the building. Who else is in here? Let me see. I got three more on PayPal and getting closer. Greaseman, Texas, he says, had a buddy in Houston who was worse than Bobby Lee. He used to hide in the closet when his girl, his girl's ex-baby father came over and banged her. The ex told him he better not be in the house when he came over. My bud paid all the bills in the home, but that meant nothing. He received zero respect from her. It was hard to respect this guy. I'm shaking my head. The diets don't work the same with two pounds of chitlins in the mouth and 110 pieces of church's chicken. Nope, it don't work the same. Sad reality. A lot of men live that reality. So you guys, again, I'm going to just let you guys know. You might be feeling lonely. How come I can't get into a relationship? I saw an ugly man with a beautiful woman. You don't know what they got going on. You have no clue what type of relationship he's accepted. You think he's winning and he's losing. All right. Um, shout out to Raphael says, I disagree with the slut maker moniker. We don't make them. He says, when we meet them, they are already that. I can't keep saying it the amount of times you said it. They make themselves that because after they lose their virginity, they say, whoa, this is great. What is it like with different chads? Also, I wonder if I can get paid too. All right, man, the, the, when they cross that line, you know, it's over for them. And, um, you know, it's over for them, but it's no different from a wife having relationships with her husband. I know people think it's different, but yeah, I, he's saying they're already that I think curiosity does kill the cat. We talked about them living in the spectrum, their pookie phase, their curiosity phase, their rebellious phase. Unfortunately, women live a different life than us. And uh, I was listening to Myron the other day, and he said, men, women judge men by their future, their potential, and women, sorry, men, I'll take it back. It says women judge men by their future potential. Men judge women by their past. And this is simply because our advantages are uh, the advantages of men are in the future. The advantages of women are in the past, right? When she was younger, when she had the advantage. So thus, what did you do when you had an advantage? Or what did you do? Or what are you going to do when you have the advantage? And so we judge women by their past. They judge us by our future. And thus, if they've been curious or reckless or they caught a disease, they had a baby, they got married and divorced two times, they are to be judged as such. If they use their past to get overweight, out of shape, Bad attitudes, feminists, bait and switch. If they've done that, been in abusive relationships, they get it. They get, they get a putback. You get put back. You get set back. And then they say, well, that, that doesn't matter. It's in the past. Well, your future is not looking very bright. Like if that was your past, your future is not very bright. <laughs> so if that's what you did in your advantage years, what are you going to do um, in your other years? This is a disaster for you. And uh, we got another one, and we're almost done. No government name says, check out Austin Hollerman. He's hilarious and seems to be pissing off a lot of women. ABBA and Sneeko debate would be great coverage. Okay, I did see that too, man, but I didn't really catch that to see what was going on there. I didn't watch any videos on it. Austin Hollerman. Is he a comedian? All right, I think I'm done on PayPal. Let me get over to Cash App and Venmo just to see if I got it done over there. And, oh, no, I'm not done on PayPal. I got two more. Hang tight, guys. I'm glad I'm here for Friday night. 
Hey, coach, it's Real Pill Canuck, a.k.a. Mr. Spice. You were right. I almost, I'm almost at 1K subs, and the trolls in the Skittles community tried to come after me, pause, after a reaction video I did. No profile picture. The haters are real. So, yeah, when you're a small channel, they're going to come after you. All right. And when you're a big channel, it's going to be harder because the comment section is already filled up by the time they get to the video. But when you're a small channel, they're going to come in hard. Half of your comments are going to be haters. And then Jorge C says, evening coffee, CGA. Why are you out here on Friday night? LOL. Damn Raiders in the building. He says, you got money. And the, wait, that ain't that you got money. And he says, two junior college girls tonight. He says, the blue chip mindset, gentlemen, no more relationships, know yourself, and you'll be close to heaven. And that sweet, sweet thing. Mile long legs that lead to heaven. All right, that's what my lifestyle is about. Forget the marriages and cohabitations and older women and respectable women. Those aren't respectable women. Shout out to Uncle Earl in the building. Follow Uncle Earl at Tiffany and Uncle Earl on Instagram. And we got two more questions. Quick question. Best advice you can give me? I don't know. I don't. I'm missing information. Frodo Bagum Young, what would you advise Tech Lead? Leave them up. Move on. Free agent lifestyle. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. I think he's gonna have to really understand that. He hopes his kids are gonna come around. And uh, Christian says best best advice you give me. I don't know. Let's just say you're a young man. I'll close the show on this one. If you're a young man, um. I know this is your testosterone is at peak. Um, people are going to give you all kinds of strategies as to deal with women. I'm going to say that most of the time, and I ask a man in his 40s, ask a woman in his 40s these two questions. Ask a man in his 40s, does he remember the woman he was with when he was 18, 22, 23, 24? Probably not. He don't need to probably remember her first and last name. He's in his 40s now, and that broad is 50 broads ago. All right, so I know you're in love now and you're going to think you're going to be forever together forever with your girl. Odds are you'll be broken up and there'll be 50 more women in her place. If not 10, there'll be at least 10. You'll be gone on 200 dates by the time you get into your 40s. 200 different dates. All right, leave them brand brawls alone, man. Go get your ass on your purpose. Just stay on your grind. Stay building. The earlier you build by age 32, the better you'll have on the way out. All right, so... Um, that's what I would say here, but your, your testosterone and your hormones are going to tell you otherwise. Um, and the reason why it's doing that is because at this time for 200,000 years, we were building families. We were procreating, we were in couples or we were in polygynous relationships and we were selecting. You had a chance to, but now you don't have that chance. Women aren't settling down at that age. They're out here partying. They're out here selling a bit. They're out here in these streets. They out here, they out here on the carousel. (laughs) So when you're 18 to 28, very few of you are going to be settling down, building families unless you completely settle or a hopeless romantic. Last thing I'll tell the, the women, a lot of women at um, age 40, I want you to ask yourself this, ladies, would you listen to the 22-year-old version of yourself today? You know, think about who you were at age 22. Would you listen to that woman today? I want all 40-year-old women and plus to, to tell these men they answer to that. I guarantee you 90% of 40-year-old women plus will tell me right now, answering that question, they would never listen to that woman. They would say that woman was young and dumb. She didn't know what she was doing. She was out there in the street. She was out there partying. I wouldn't do it. She was out there doing lines of coke in the bathroom. She was out there with fake IDs. She was traveling. She had a sugar daddy. She was. Out, she thought she knew it all. She, she'd be like, that's a stupid girl. Now, with that being said, 
With that being said, the woman she is now thinks the girl she was was stupid, but you think that woman's smart and you would follow that woman today. Mm. I want you to think about that. The woman she is today wouldn't even listen to a damn world that woman says, but some of these 22 and 24 year old women be like, I know what it is and you listen to me and you would listen to her right now. Mm. Knowing full well, she's going to become a different person in the future. (laughs) Right? Anyway, that's a bit of game for you guys, for Christian who wanted to know what's some life advice. But again, I don't know how old you are. Galloway ends it up, says ghetto booty, ghetto blaster booty girls get fat after the baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. If they haven't had a baby yet, however you like them, they're not going to be like that no more. Babies do do damage to a woman's body and they may snap into shape later, but it'll be way down the line. All right. It'll be way down the line. It'll be like 15 years, maybe. Maybe eight to 15 years later, the body will snap back. And that's if she's on her game. And that's for a short period of time. It's gonna, she's gonna lose that as well. So, with that being said, if you like them a certain way, get them young and let her build herself up to that. Don't get them where she is now. Like, is she oh, she proper slim thick? Don't get her now. It's too late. <laughs> as Terrence Pop used to say, she pulled the fat grenade. Right. That's what he used to say. Shout out to Terrence Pop. I haven't talked to him in quite a while. But anyway, and not say it's just going to happen when she has babies. That's what women's bodies are supposed to do. Okay, it's supposed to do that. And as they age, they're also going to lose bone density, lose bone strength. And many of them will gain weight um, and lose muscular development. So this is why you have the term sloppy yogurt uh, because a lot or bag of bones. Remember back in the day, they used to say. Here's my bag of bones. Well, what happens is they lose the muscular development. They gain more body fat than muscular uh, muscle, and then their bones get weaker, especially if they're not doing their diet well. And then thus, their body will feel like a bag of bones. All right, I'm from the old school, and I remember dudes used to say bag of bones. It's not till you're down bad and you're with an older woman that you know what bag of bones are. You're like, wow. You start feeling back here and it's, yeah, the osteoporosis kicks in. Look all these stats up. I did this for my fitness, for my career. Look up osteoporosis. It's very common in women, especially when their diet's not very good and they don't do supplements. They don't supplements and they don't strength train. Strength training helps osteoporosis. So you should be lifting weight, heavy weight. But they typically don't lift heavy weight consistently and they want to just tone and then they do the five-pound dumbbell bullshit. Well, you're going to have osteoporosis or likely have osteoporosis into your 40s, 50s, and 60s. All right. Anyway, man, shout out to the coach gang. I'm full of knowledge around here, and I'm not doing knowledge as as a form of hate. I'm doing it as a form to celebrate our differences so that we can come together one day, especially at the junior college. Here we go. All right. I'm double booked still. Uh Uh-oh. It's going to be a wild evening. See you on Sunday morning with the locals.com, Coach Greg Adams.local.com on Sunday morning. I'll give you an update on my case. And then also money mindset on Patreon, backslash Coach Greg Adams. I'll give you an update on how to get that money in the building. I got money. And we out of here, brothers. Peace.